The following is an exclusive sports presentation of the iSchool Sports Network. This is Woodland Bobcats football. Tonight's broadcast is powered by the Knowles Group and Southern Union State Community College. Sponsored in part by First Bank of Alabama, WM Grocery, Heron Monument and Memorial, The Old Station, Trailer Retirement Community, Meadows Farm Equipment, Tanner East Alabama, Southwire, Young's Drugs, Alpha Insurance Agent Jamie Dukas, Elite Rehab, First Bank, Bulldog Cafe, Main Street Animal Hospital, Baldwin Law Attorney Chris Baldwin, Raybuck's Farm Supply, Homestar Financial, the Lori Brown Team, the Randolph Leader, Reliance Realty, Dr. Chris Law, Woodland Chiropractic, Trailers Tax, Crouch Team Realty, Woodland Nutrition, Tickle Peak Petting Zoo, Affordable Tire, the Town of Woodland, and Old Water's End. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or other use of this broadcast is strictly prohibited without the express written consent of the iSchool Sports Network and the Woodland High School Athletic Department. This is the iSchool Sports Network. Hello, everyone, and a pleasant good evening to you, wherever you may be. Alongside Jonathan Brown and Hunter Baldwin up top and Justice Herring to my right, I'm Taylor Jones welcoming you to another broadcast of Woodland Bobcats football and high school sports network. Tonight's matchup is between two teams that have gotten to know each other pretty well over the last few seasons, the Woodland Bobcats and the Fayetteville Wolves. These two teams come in with identical 1-6 records and are looking to find some much-needed momentum heading into the final stages of the 2022 season. We'll welcome in my right-hand man, Justice Herring to the broadcast right now and hard to believe that we're already here it's the middle of october we're getting ready to watch the bobcats play up warren sewell field for the final time in 2022 and you uh, not being a high school senior all that long ago just the <clears throat> week leading up to the game and finally getting out on the field just what were the emotions that you felt uh, when you were getting ready to play for your senior night it's kind of a mixed emotions because you know it's, you're thinking here is uh it's your last time playing on this field so you want to come out here and perform but you also got to think of it as a regular game you know you come out here Play it, uh, play every game like it should last, but this one really is it. But you want to come out here and, and perform. And we'll take um, a deeper look into tonight's game with the Fayetteville Wolves in just a few moments. But before that, we're going to get into some game day headlines. Unruly house guests. Homecoming was spoiled for the Woodland Bobcats last Friday night as they fell to the Vincent Yellow Jackets 39 to nothing. It was a game where Woodland could just, they couldn't get anything going, nor could they stop the disciplined Yellow Jackets. They were outgained 458 to 15 in the yardage department. Curtain call. The 2022 season is swiftly coming to a close as Woodland prepares to host Fayetteville for the final home game of the year. As is tradition with the final game of the year, it is also senior night for two Bobcats. Tonight will mark the final time that seniors Blue Haired and Jake Conger will play a football game at Warren Sewell Field. And a forest brawl. Woodland hosts Fayetteville for the seventh meeting between these two programs. Both teams have alternated wins over the last three seasons, with the largest point differential being nine points. Fayetteville won last season's game in Sylacauga 21-12, but the last time that Woodland and Fayetteville played at Warren Sewell Field, Brock Edwards connected with Matthew Butler on a long touchdown pass in the final minute, leading Woodland to a 21-16 win back in 2020. We've got much more of the Bobcat pregame show coming up in just a few moments, including the Bobcat football preview and starting lineups. All of that coming up right here on iSchool Sports Network. 
These are roaring with hometown pride. Here at First Bank of Alabama, our bank family is cheering for your team too. We support all our local communities with state-of-the-art banking. From checking to savings, construction loans, home equity, and home mortgages, we provide all of your consumer and commercial banking needs. We want you to bank how you want. Whether it's online, in-person, mobile, or telephone banking, we make it easy for you. Visit us at firstbankal.com to find the most convenient way for you to bank. First Bank of Alabama, where you are first. First Bank of Alabama, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Save every day at WM Grocery. Super Tuesday features a 10% discount to those 55 and older with certain restrictions. A full deli at all locations. The meat department with a full-time butcher available for freshly cut meat. Be sure to look for the Pick 5 for just $19.99. If you don't have the WM Grocery app, download it to your smart device today and make shopping easy. WM Grocery with four locations open seven days a week. WM Grocery, Heflin, Piedmont, Nidawi, and Roanoke. Time now for the Bobcat Football Preview, presented by Affordable Tires and Repair, Old Waters Inn, Trailers Tax Service, and the Knowles Group. Joined alongside the head coach of Woodland Bobcats football, Joel Shrink, here's Taylor Jones. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Bobcat Football Preview. Alongside the head coach of the Woodland Bobcats, I am your host, Taylor Jones. The Bobcats getting ready to take on Fayetteville for senior night. Hard to believe that we're already at the final home game of the season, but we're here. We'll talk about those seniors. We'll talk about the Fayetteville game and, of course, talk a little bit about last week's game against the Vincent Yellow Jackets. But before we do that, Coach, just want to say uh, thanks again for taking time out and chatting with us. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. And last week, uh, looking at the Vincent game, uh, the Bobcats lost 39 to nothing. And you said in your show last week, you said that they weren't real flashy, but what they did, they did well. And we immediately saw what they did well uh, very quickly is that they get up to the huddle. Seems to you know be no issue with that. They're very quick to get the ball off. They're very quickly to get the ball either into the receiver's hands and the running back's hands, whatever. And before you know it, they're 10 yards downfield before you can even blink. So a team that's that talented – and also that discipline, just how hard is that to prepare for? Well, again, scheme-wise, it wasn't super hard to prepare for. The big problem that, that we are having right now is we, we can't physically prepare for that in practice because, you know, when my varsity defense is practicing against our scout offense, that's mainly eighth graders. Yeah. And they're trying hard. They're giving great effort. Um, but, you know, my eighth-grade wide receiver is not number one from Vincent, mm-hmm. nor is my eighth-grade running back number six from Vincent. So um, it's just growing pains. We've got to grow the whole program the, the, from the seventh graders all the way up. They've got to be getting uh, bigger, faster, and stronger, which is why the weight room is so important even in season. So, um, yeah, so schematically, not so hard to prepare for. Physically, it's really hard to prepare for. Yeah, we can definitely see that. I was, you know, looking back at it, and I don't know of many three or four A teams that could keep up with a team like Vincent with as many athletes as they have and being able to execute as well. I, I think they have a chance to make a deep run if they can stay healthy. Yeah, I, I believe you're right. And they've, of course, been the only team in the region to give B.B. Comer any trouble as well. So that says a lot about what they do as well. But moving on, after a tough loss like that, and you're getting ready to play Fayetteville, it's going to be an emotional game. It's the final game for two seniors. It's the final chance that uh, they get to play in front of the home fans this year. Just how have they responded from quickly moving on to that one and focusing on Fayetteville? We've had a good week of practice. Um, You know, Monday we were out of school um, a half a day, and so we were able to – and we had a JV game that night. So we were able to still get a, a a good amount of practice and work in. 
get all our installation in on Monday, which we've been having to wait to do on Tuesday. So that was good. And then Tuesday and Wednesday, we had good days. And then um, on Thursday, um, we practiced in the morning. We were out at 545 this morning so that the boys could go support the girls for volleyball playoffs today or on Thursday afternoon. So, um, but we had a good practice this morning. The kids loved it, and they're begging me to keep doing it. I don't, I don't know. Let's we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Just how many early mornings you got left in you this year. Uh, this is the Bobcat Football Preview from High School Sports Network. Going to take a quick time out, but when we come back, we'll talk about uh, the seniors that are being honored tomorrow night as well as uh, playing the final game at Warren Sewell Field for the 2022 season. This is the Bobcat Football Preview from High School Sports. As a resident of Randolph County, I want the best price and the best service all close to home. When I need new tires, an oil change, or even a new water pump, I take my vehicle to Affordable Tires and Repair in Woodland. Affordable Tires and Repair has the best prices on tires for all vehicles, even tractors. Is that check engine light on in your vehicle? We'll take it to Affordable for a quick diagnosis and repair. Visit Affordable Tires and Repair today and see why they will continue to get my business for years to come. Affordable Tires and Repair, 23667 Highway 48 in Woodland. If you're headed to East Alabama and looking for a great place to spend the night or weekend, be sure to check out the Old Waters Inn. Beautifully decorated rooms, luxury bedding, and awesome showers. The Old Waters Inn is located at 121 South Main Street in Weedowie. Experience the convenience and charm of a boutique inn while enjoying Lake Weedowie, local attractions, and the hospitality of East Alabama. Free parking, free Wi-Fi, and a comfortable lobby to visit with friends or work remotely. Visit our website at oldwatersinn.com. Big thanks to our sponsors, Affordable Tires and Repair and Old Waters Inn in downtown Weedowie for sponsoring the Bobcat Football Preview each week right here on iSchool Sports Network. And tonight, Coach, uh, welcoming in the Fayetteville Wolves. Hard to believe that we're already here at the final home game of the, uh, of the schedule. Uh, seems like it got here a lot quicker than it normally does. So now you've had a full four games, almost five games, playing in front of the Woodland fans. Just what's your assessment of atmosphere here at Warren Field. Man, I love it. Um, great atmosphere. Last week was obviously uh, with homecoming was probably our biggest crowd of the year. Um, but I love the, the support, and uh, you can tell that uh, Woodland people support Woodland, and that's a good thing, and it's always good when you can be in a place like that. Absolutely, and of course, uh, outside of the football game, the big thing that we're going to be honoring tonight is two seniors, two very important seniors, uh, Blue Heron and Jake Conger, two big assets there on the line. In the short time that you've gotten to know them, Coach, what can you say about those players and two, uh, just by looking at how they lead, what do they mean to this program? I mean, extremely hard workers, both of them. Um, leaders on the field, not, not vocal guys, but they are leaders by example. Um, again, hard workers. Um, they're here every day. You know, Blue had over 100% this summer. You know, there was opportunities where, you know, if they did so-and-so, they could have took off so-and-so. He, can't, he was over 100% this summer. Jake wasn't far behind him. And so just, uh, you know, their work ethic um, is what sets them above and beyond um, most kids. And so we're going we're gonna to really miss that when they graduate. Of course, uh, two seniors, of course, a uh, long legacy of Woodland Bobcats, just like we've seen a lot of young players play this year. They've been doing that since they were in the 7th and 8th grade, and it's uh, great that we get to honor them tonight as well. Going to take one final break. When we come back, we'll talk about this week's game against the Fayetteville Wolves, an opponent that always seems to give Woodland a fantastic game no matter the year. We'll be talking about that right after this message from the Knowles Group and Trailers Tax Service. 
No matter what your financial situation is, planning for your financial future can seem daunting or even impossible. Effectively planning for retirement, education, or leaving a legacy requires experience and expertise. Fortunately, the Knowles Group has been helping families in Randolph County get on the right financial track for more than 20 years. We are deeply rooted in the community and will work hard to help you meet your goals. To ask any questions or set up an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles in Birmingham at 205-602-5065 today. They're located at 3800 Colonnade Parkway, Suite 540 in Birmingham, Alabama, 35243. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF, member FINRA slash SIPC. SPF is separately owned and operated, and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services here are independent of SPF. Taxpayers and business owners in Randolph County and the surrounding area have trusted Trailers Tax Service for their tax needs for over 35 years. Trailers Tax Service is a full-service tax station, filling your tax preparation, accounting, payroll, and bookkeeping needs while staying up to date with the latest tax updates. Let the fine folks at Trailers Tax Service handle your tax and accounting needs today. Trailers Tax Service is located in the heart of Woodland at 24245 Highway 48 in front of the post office. Appointments and walk-ins accepted, 256-449-6588. Final segment of tonight's Bobcat football preview with the head coach, Joel Shrink. The Bobcats getting ready to take on Fayetteville. And Fayetteville, a team that uh, for the last couple of years have really matched Woodland pretty evenly. I think two of the last three games have been decided by nine points. The last time that Woodland played, or Fayetteville played here at Woodland, it was a final minute Hail Mary pass, if you will, for Woodland to beat Fayetteville 20-16. to uh, just looking at what they bring to the table this year, what is what sticks out to you the most? Well, we are very similar um, as far as athletes and size, and um, so I, I definitely can see a good game. Um, you know, we both uh, beat Cusa back-to-back weeks, and uh, so yeah, we're we're very similar with them. And one of the big athletes that jumps off the page to me is number two Zeke Deloach. He and his brother Pacey have been phenomenal athletes. For Fable the last couple of years, not only in football, but they've been great together in basketball and even better together in baseball. Well, Pacey graduated last year, so we have one Deloach that we uh, don't have to worry about. But Zeke, of course, a phenomenal athlete. Looking at the film this week, he's lined up at receiver. He's also lined up as a Wildcat quarterback. He's taking some balls from the uh, backfield, and he's also a pretty good defensive back as well. So just what's the key in slowing him down? Well, I'm not sure because a lot of people haven't done it. Uh, you know, I, I did a study. Um, I think they've scored 12 touchdowns this year, and he's got nine of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's he's pretty good. They do do a good job of moving him around, putting him in, in different places, hiding him here, hiding them there. And uh, so we, we've got a unique, uh, unique defense planned for him. And um, I don't know if we'll be in it all night, but we'll be in it uh, definitely some anyway. And, um, you know, just trying to um, find the times when they go to him the most and then try to eliminate him at that point. Yeah, definitely look forward to seeing how all that works out. I feel like if you can take care of him, then a lot of things will work out in favor of the Woodland Bobcats. We'll talk a little bit about uh, injuries as well. Of course, we knew Noah Waits was going to miss a little bit of time, but uh, how's everyone else looking? I know that there were two players that went down last week. What's their status this week? Well, we lost um, um, Andrew Sanchez to a high ankle sprain, and we've lost um, Levi Screws to some kind of shoulder issue, whether it's a contusion or an AC uh, slight sprain or whatever. Uh, they're both making progress, but they're not ready for tonight. And uh, who do you see stepping up and taking their place? Uh, Levi Hill is going to step in on the offensive line, and uh, he's really had a nice week of practice preparing. Um, we started Levi against Ranburn, um, and he wasn't quite ready, mm-hmm. but I feel like he's he's progressed enough to, that he's going to be in a good place for us tonight. 
And then um, out in the uh, at wide receiver, that's going to be by committee. Um, Bradley Brasher is going to play some. Um, Asa uh, Burge is going to play some out there. Defensively for Levi's spot, uh, basically uh, Bradley Burge, uh, Demarcus Burton. Um, we'll get some more time. Final question, Coach, before we uh, turn things over to the field, uh, just your keys to victory tonight. We have to limit two. You know, I feel if if we can keep him from um, explosive plays, that that's a huge key. We need to make them drive the ball. I feel if they have to drive the ball 50, 60, 70 yards, they'll struggle to do that. Um, and then offensively, we've got to have some big plays. We've got to have um, some chunk plays. And then, of course, you have to take care of the football. The Woodland Bobcats getting ready to take on Fayetteville for the seventh all-time meeting uh, tonight. The series tied at three games apiece, and it's also senior night. So if you're listening to this and want to come out and uh, watch the Bobcats play at Warren Sewellfield one last time, hey, you got plenty of time to make it out here as well. Coach, as always, a pleasure chatting with you. want to wish you guys the best of luck tonight. Go Bobcats. Thank you. The Bobcat Football Preview was presented by Affordable Tires and Repair, Old Waters Inn, Trailers Tax Service, and the Knowles Group. Stay tuned for more pregame coverage of Woodland Bobcats football. This is the iSchool Sports Network. Hello, football fans. As you cheer on your favorite team this season, we're cheering on all our student athletes, staff, and teachers, both on and off the field, for keeping our community safe over the past year. At Southwire, we remain strong because of our team, the people behind the power. If you want to be a part of the winning team and build on our legacy of quality, service, and safety, visit careers.southwire.com. It's a great time to be in the electrical industry, and it's an even better time to be at Southwire. Health is a journey. It's making better choices, even when it's not easy. It's taking care of yourself and the people you love. At Tanner Health System, we're there for you with every step, with primary care, heart care, cancer care, women's care, orthopedics, surgical services, and so much more. We're dedicated to helping you live and feel your best. So let's get on that journey to health. You've got places to be for many years to come. Find us at Tanner.org. Welcome back to Bobcats Live here on iSchool Sports Network. It is senior night here at Warren Sewell Field. They're honoring the band members and cheerleaders as well as the football team. And we'll, of course, have that presentation coming up for you in about 12 minutes. But before we do that, we'll uh, get to know tonight's opponent, Fayetteville, and also get more information on these two teams with Justice Herring. With Justice Herring's Tell of the Tape. Take it away, Justice. Bobcat fans, I want to welcome you back to uh, the Tell of the Tape. Last week was a very tough opponent in Vincent. It was a hard-fought game, but a loss for the Bobcats. The Bobcats fall to 1-6 on the season, but hope to put another win on the board for from a team we usually don't see this late in the season, Fayetteville. The Bobcats are 3-3 three three facing Fayetteville, losing last year's season opener against them. It was a 12-21, and as a former player, I can say this is a very physical team. So if the Bobcats do come out and be aggressive, they have a very good chance of having a great game and getting a win this week. Now let's talk about some players that will help them do this with some key players. First up is Blue Heron. I personally know he is a very aggressive player, and I think he would be a very big part of the Bobcats' offense and defense, so I'm ready to see how he will handle this pressure. Next is another very aggressive player, Malachi Drummond. Uh, I know he hasn't had as many reps as he had, uh, did in the beginning of the season, but I know when he does have the ball, he's going to have a huge impact in the offensive side of the ball. 
Next is Cade Cross, and he's a very well-rounded player. I'm ready to see what he would do on both sides of the ball, and when we come back, we'll take a look at the Fayetteville Wolves. Health is a journey. It's making better choices, even when it's not easy. It's taking care of yourself and the people you love. At Tanner Health System, we're there for you with every step, with primary care, heart care, cancer care, women's care, orthopedics, surgical services, and so much more. We're dedicated to helping you live and feel your best. So let's get on that journey to health. You've got places to be for many years to come. Find us at Tanner.org. Welcome back to the tale of the tape. Now let's look at, take a look at the Fave Wolves. They are in the same boat as Woodland. They are both, uh, we are both one and six on the season with a win over Coosa Central. And like I said before, this is a very physical team, so it's going to take a lot to make this team lay down and quit. Now let's talk about some key players. First up is Zeke Deloach. He is the primary target from the wide position. He's a very speedy guy and can do damage if you don't contain him. Next is Atticus Jack. He is a key player out of the backfield, a very tough kid, and I'm excited to see what he will do. Uh, next is uh, QB Cadence Barrens. He is a threat through the air and also on the feet. He can sit in the pocket or roll out and take off. So I'm ready to see what he would do tonight. Well, folks, as a look at both Woodland and Fayetteville, both teams are looking for their second region win and second win of the season. I'm sure it's going to be a hard-fought battle on both sides. With all that being said, go Bobcats. Starting lineups presented by your local Alpha agent, Jamie Dukas, coming up in just a few moments right here on iSchool Sports. Are you looking for skilled physical therapy? If so, look no further than Elite Rehab. Locally owned and operated by doctorate-level physical therapists, Elite Rehab customizes each treatment to you so you get the best outcome available for any condition that you're rehabilitating. We are located in both Roanoke and Wedowie to make it as convenient as possible for you to get the care that you need. For more information, check us out online at EliteRehabPT.com. Tonight's starting lineup is presented by your local Alpha agent, Jamie Dukas, located at 52 Plaza Lane in Oxford. Call Jamie today at 256-831-7770. It's time to take a look at the starting lineups for the Woodland Bobcats. First for the Woodland defensers, Justice Herring. First up, we have defensive end number 21, Tobin Pinkard. Number, uh, defensive tackle, number 55, Blue Heron. Defensive end, number 10, David Knowles. Uh, Jack Becker, number 45, Colt Burridge. Uh, Will backer number 11, Ty Burge. And uh, my spotlight player for the night is Mike backer number 76, Jake Conger. And uh, like I've been saying all night, that we need aggressive players, and Jake is one of them. And uh, I think it, this is exactly what we need in that back uh, in that backer position to stop this Fayetteville offense. And I'll be looking for him to make some big plays tonight. Next is Sam backer number one, Malachi Drummond. Cornerbacks are number seven, Christopher Butler, and number three, Bradley Brasher, and your safeties are number four, Rashad Nunn, and number 22, Asa Burge. Taking a look at the Bobcats' special teams, doing the punting and kicking duties tonight will be number two, Callan Gay. We'll also probably see number 45, Colt Burge, on kickoffs as well. The returners will be number 22, Asa Burge, number one, Malachi Drummond, and number eight, Demarcus Burton. Starting on the offensive line for the Woodland Bobcats, my spotlight player is going to be number 55, Blue Heron. Blue Heron has been a constant on the offensive line over the last several seasons, and tonight he will play his final game on the grass at Warren Sewell Field. It will be an emotional game for him as well as Jake Conger, so I expect him as well as Jake to play with confidence this evening. Starting at left guard will be number 54, Cade Cross. Going to be some shifting on the offensive line tonight due to the injury to Andrew Sanchez, as you heard in the Bobcat football preview uh, out tonight due to a high ankle sprain that he suffered in the first half of last week's game against Vincent. Center will be number 66, Levi Hill. 
which will move Jake Conger over to guard, number uh, 76. And John Wesley Harden will move from guard to tackle. And uh, your receivers tonight at the Z will be number 22, Asa Burge. He's filling in for Levi Screws, who was also out due to a, a shoulder injury. The Y receiver will be number 21, Tobin Pinker. The X will be number 40, Brody Collins. The H back will be number 7, Christopher Butler. Your running back tonight is number 10, David Knowles. And the quarterback for the Bobcats is number 2, Callan Gabe. Tonight's starting lineups are presented by your local Alpha agent, Jamie Dukas, located at 52 Plaza Lane in Oxford. Call Jamie today at 256-831-7770. While we've got a second, we'll uh, turn things over to uh, the PA as they are honoring the uh, senior cheerleaders right now, and then we'll take another break when we come back. We'll uh, watch the senior football players be honored as well. So we're turn things over to Miss Gilda Stewart, tonight's PA announcer. And there you have it. That's the senior night ceremony for the cheerleaders and band members. Coming up in just a few moments, uh, we'll honor the football team, which only has two members of the senior class, number 76, Jake Conger, and number 55, Blue Hair. You're going to take a quick timeout. When we come back, we'll be right back to this right here on High School Sports Network. Good call or bad call, officials always have the final say-so in sports. And at Alpha Insurance, we know it's important for you to have the final say on the insurance plan we build for you. You'll have peace of mind knowing we'll work hard to get you the lowest rates and the best discounts available. Alpha Insurance, always a good call. In Woodland, call Alpha Agent Jamie Dukas at 256-452-5131 or stop by our office at 52 Plaza Lane in Oxford. As we fastly approach kickoff, stand by for our game night weather forecast brought to you by Southern Union State Community College. Dr. Don will have your forecast right after this word. So you want to know what it's like to be a college student at Southern Union? I'll tell you. You get the best of both worlds. Low costs and small class sizes, plus all the perks that come from attending a school in an ideal college setting. Get as involved on campus as you want or buckle down and get ready to join the workforce fast. Visit suscc.edu to schedule an in-person tour or to register now for spring semester. Another beautiful night for high school football here at Warren Sewell Field as the Woodland Bobcats play host to the Fayetteville Wolves. 
The forecast for tonight's game is calling for clear skies and no chance of rain. Kickoff temperature 60, 55 at the break, and we'll start the fourth quarter at 54 degrees. Dew point 45, relative humidity 58%. Wind out of the south at 1 with a 0% sky cover. And there's your game night forecast for tonight's game between Woodland and Fayetteville from Dr. Don's Weather. Check us out online at drdonwx.com. Let's play ball! This is the iSchool Sports Network. And it's now time to honor our senior football players. We'll again give the uh, mic over to Miss Gilda Stewart. That is tonight's senior night ceremonies. Uh, congratulations to all the senior band members as well as cheerleaders, including the two football seniors, Jake Conger and Blue Hair. We're going to take another timeout when we come back, talk about some of the other matchups going on around our area, our region, and, of course, some across the state right here on iSchool Sports Network. 
Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave behind for your family can seem intimidating. But the Knowles Group is here to help. We have deep roots here in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles in Birmingham at 205-602-5065 today, located at 3800 Colonnade Parkway, Suite 540, Birmingham, Alabama, 35243. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. SPF is separately owned and operated, and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services here are independent of SPF. So you want to know what it's like to be a college student at Southern Union? I'll tell you. You get the best of both worlds. Low costs and small class sizes, plus all the perks that come from attending a school in an ideal college setting. Get as involved on campus as you want or buckle down and get ready to join the workforce fast. Visit suscc.edu to schedule an in-person tour or to register now for spring semester. Are you looking for a low-calorie beverage with zero sugar that provides clean energy for your day? If so, stop by Woodland Nutrition to try a variety of their loaded tea flavors. Looking for a meal alternative? Woodland Nutrition can help with that. Try a delicious meal replacement shake with only 9 grams of sugar and tons of vitamins and minerals. Woodland Nutrition is open weekdays from 6.30 a.m. until 5 p.m. and Saturdays from 8 a.m. until 4 p.m. Fuel up for the day or before going to watch the Bobcats play at Woodland Nutrition, 120 Williams Street in Woodland. Woodland Nutrition also accepts call-in orders, 256-449-2057. And welcome back to Bobcats Live here on iSchool Sports Network. We're about 15 minutes or so away from uh, tonight's game between Woodland and Fayetteville. And uh, there's a few more games that we're going to look at tonight. And uh, we'll turn things over to Justice here and talk about several of those games. A lot of really good games tonight going on in Terry Region 4. First up, we have Coosa Central and B.B. Comer, or Coosa Central at B.B. Comer. We have another good one, Isabella at Vincent. And uh, a great one is going to be down at uh, Thorsby is Ramburn at Thorsby. Wadley at Winterboro. Beulah at Randolph County in a good game at Cleburne County is uh, Hanley at Cleburne County. Realtown Le- at Laverne and Highland Home at Lafitte. And some other ones uh, that we're looking at tonight that are in our area. Barber County is at Horseshoe Bend. Lynette is at Goshen. Dadeville at Childersburg. Welburn at Weaver. Anderson is at Talladega. White Plains at Munford. Beauregard at Clay Central. I believe that's 5A Region 4. Either way, it's going to be their uh, region championship tonight, Beauregard and Clay Central. Elmore County is at Valley. Briarwood Christian is at Benjamin Russell. Enterprise is at Opelika. And Auburn is at Central Phoenix City. Taking a look at the 2A Region 4 standings, and unfortunately, with the Bobcats' loss last night, uh, they, they're they not, no matter if they win tonight and beat Isabella next week, there's no way they can get that lucky uh, Region win number four. So, unfortunately, uh, playoffs are not in the picture this year. But a lot of really good teams. Of course, B.B. Colmer taking on Central Coosa tonight in a one-versus-eight matchup. I think we all know how that one's going to go. Isabella and Vincent taking on each other tonight, Justice, and we've seen uh, only one of those teams. We saw Vincent last week. They're playing for the two and three seed. So whoever wins, of course, gets the two seed and they get the first home, uh, first round home game. And the third seed is going to be on the road. And I think no matter how you spin it, that's going to be a really fun oh, yeah. matchup tonight. It's going to be a good game, great game. And, of course, we'll see Isabella next week. So we're not exactly sure what uh, what they bring to the table. But Vincent last week was just – and you, you and I were talking about this too. I don't think we've ever seen a team – as disciplined and as 
good at what they do as Vincent was. Yeah, that was a very good team, and I, I said it at the pregame too. They're a very uh, well-rounded team. They're good on both offense and defense. They're good in the run game, the pass game, pass coverage, and run defense. So it's, it's hard to prepare for a team like that. And like Coach Shrink said, you know, you have your uh, first team going against your scout team, which is younger kids, and it is very hard to uh, prepare for a team that good and that skilled when you're going against younger team, uh, younger kids in practice. And I believe uh, not only will we see that game, but we'll also see the fourth seed wrapped up tonight as well as Thorsby welcomes Ranburn. We've seen both of those teams. Where do you see that one going? Uh, I think uh, Thorsby's going to pull it out. They have a good quarterback back there, and they can uh, they have some good receivers too. And I don't know if uh, Rammer will be able to stop the Remington Taylor because he is a a huge threat for that uh, Thorsby offense. So it's going to be a good game either way. Yeah, Thorsby, of course, we saw what they did to us a couple of weeks ago right before the bye week. Uh, looking at what they did against Fayetteville, 22-18, but that was kind of a tough week for yeah. Thorsby as there was an illness going through that whole team, and they weren't quite – uh, back up to speed that they're used to. So, again, uh, Thorsby and Ranburn playing for the fourth seed tonight. And, of course, Woodland and Fayetteville playing for the sixth seed. And, you know, yeah. that uh, doesn't really mean much. But uh, I guess pride's on the line as well. And then Central Coosa last week, they get the bottom of the barrel. Fayetteville made sure of that last week as they uh, won, what was it, 18-6, to six, I believe, yeah, was the final score. Like... Not a big high-scoring game there like it was when we played them a couple of weeks ago. So there's a lot uh, a lot of good games tonight. We'll, of course, keep you updated on the Elite Rehab scoreboard. We'll take another timeout when we come back. Kickoff between the Fayetteville Wolves and your Woodland Bobcats right here on iSchool Sports Network. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave behind for your family can seem intimidating. But the Knowles Group is here to help. We have deep roots here in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles in Birmingham at 205-602-5065 today. Located at 3800 Colonnade Parkway, Suite 540, Birmingham, Alabama, 35243. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. SPF is separately owned and operated, and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services here are independent of SPF. So you want to know what it's like to be a college student at Southern Union? I'll tell you. You get the best of both worlds. Low costs and small class sizes, plus all the perks that come from attending a school in an ideal college setting. Get as involved on campus as you want or buckle down and get ready to join the workforce fast. Visit suscc.edu to schedule an in-person tour or to register now for spring semester. Are you looking for a low-calorie beverage with zero sugar that provides clean energy for your day? If so, stop by Woodland Nutrition to try a variety of their loaded tea flavors. Looking for a meal alternative? Woodland Nutrition can help with that. Try a delicious meal replacement shake with only 9 grams of sugar and tons of vitamins and minerals. Woodland Nutrition is open weekdays from 6.30 a.m. until 5 p.m. and Saturdays from 8 a.m. until 4 p.m. Fuel up for the day or before going to watch the Bobcats play at Woodland Nutrition, 120 Williams Street in Woodland. Woodland Nutrition also accepts call-in orders, 256-449-2057. As we fastly approach kickoff, stand by for our game night weather forecast brought to you by Southern Union State Community College. Dr. Don will have your forecast right after this word. So you want to know what it's like to be a college student at Southern Union? I'll tell you. You get the best of both worlds. Low costs and small class sizes plus all the perks that come from attending a school in an ideal college setting. 
get as involved on campus as you want, or buckle down and get ready to join the workforce fast. Visit suscc.edu to schedule an in-person tour or to register now for spring semester. Another beautiful night for high school football here at Warren Sewell Field as the Woodland Bobcats play host to the Fayetteville Wolves. The forecast for tonight's game is calling for clear skies and no chance of rain. Kickoff temperature 60, 55 at the break, and we'll start the fourth quarter at 54 degrees. Dew point 45, relative humidity 58%. Wind out of the south at 1 with a 0% sky cover. And there's your game night forecast for tonight's game between Woodland and Fayetteville from Dr. Don's Weather. Check us out online at drdonwx.com. Let's play ball. This is the iSchool Sports Network. I'm attorney Chris Baldwin from Roanoke, Alabama. How healthy is your estate plan? Everybody understands you need a will, a power of attorney, and a health care directive. However, most people put it off until it's too late. Schedule your free consultation by calling 334-863-4555 or by going to chrisbaldwinlaw.com to have your estate plan drafted and executed within a week. No representation is made that the quality of legal services is greater than those performed by other attorneys. A full-service cemetery and memorial works company, that's Heron Monument and Memorial. They handle memorials, markers, and more with a wide selection of sizes, colors, and shapes. They also create signage and plaques for your home or business, as well as monument cleaning, sandblasting, and restoration. To see how Heron Monument and Memorial can help you, visit them at 124 Woodland Drive or call 256-610-3557. Heron Monument and Memorial, from our family to yours. For custom-made-to-order products for your home or business, check out the old station etching and engraving in Woodland. Wooden signs for your home, personalized tumblers with your businesses or your favorite team's logo, and so much more. If it can be personalized, you can count on the creative team at the old station to get the job done right. For affordable customization with a quick turnaround, that's the old station etching and engraving. Part of Heron Monument and Memorial. 124 Woodland Drive in downtown Woodland. 256-610-3557. On the banks of the Little Tallapoosa stands the small town of Woodland, Alabama, a wholesome place built on family, friendship, and hard work. A great community plus a great school makes Woodland the perfect place to raise a family. The only thing we pride ourselves on more than family is our love for the Bobcats. There's a special place underneath those towers, Woodland, Alabama, a place to call home. Young's Drug and General Store in Woodland is your local, independently owned pharmacy. Young's offers a variety of services for your convenience, such as online prescription refill, compounding, immunizations, and even diabetes education. There's also a drive through window. While you're here, check out the gun and ammo shop, as well as the apparel and $1 section. Young's Drug and General Store, 24460 Highway 48, Woodland.
Taxpayers and business owners, taxpayers and business owners in Randolph County and the surrounding area have trusted Trailers Tax Service for their tax needs for over 35 years. Trailers Tax Service is a full-service tax station, filling your tax preparation, accounting, payroll, and bookkeeping needs while staying up to date with the latest tax updates. Let the fine folks at Trailers Tax Service handle your tax and accounting needs today. Trailers Tax Service is located in the heart of Woodland at 24245 Highway 48 in front of the post office. Appointments and walk-ins accepted, 256-449-6588. Planning for your retirement, funding your children's education, or building a legacy to leave your family does not have to be scary or complicated. The Knowles Group has over 20 years of experience helping families in Randolph County achieve their financial goals, and we would love to help you achieve yours. We have the experience and the expertise necessary to help you navigate the world of financial planning for any stage of life. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles in Birmingham at 205-602-5065 today. The Knowles Group, 3800 Colonnade Parkway, Suite 540, Birmingham. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. SPF is separately owned and operated and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services here are independent of SPF. Health is a journey. It's making better choices, even when it's not easy. It's taking care of yourself and the people you love. At Tanner Health System, we're there for you with every step, with primary care, heart care, cancer care, women's care, orthopedics, surgical services, and so much more. We're dedicated to helping you live and feel your best. So let's get on that journey to health. You've got places to be for many years to come. Find us at Tanner.org. So you want to know what it's like to be a college student at Southern Union? I'll tell you you get the best of both worlds. Low costs and small class sizes, plus all the perks that come from attending a school in an ideal college setting. Get as involved on campus as you want, or buckle down and get ready to join the workforce fast. Visit suscc.edu to schedule an in-person tour or to register now for spring semester. The anthem has played. The teams are almost ready to come out of the field house and run through their banner. It is senior night 2022, and I know, uh, again, wasn't that long ago that you were out here. It was actually this time last year you were getting ready to play your final game. I believe it was against Horseshoe Bend oh, yeah. in a just absolutely disgusting game weather-wise. It was cold and yep. it rained five uh, inches the night before it felt like. It felt so muddy it was awful. <laughs> yeah, it's just absolutely a nasty game for the Bobcats. And that game didn't go your way, but it ended up giving you guys a little bit of momentum heading oh, yeah. into the playoffs. So just again, you know, just how, how important is it leading up to this game and knowing that this is going to be the last time that you play here on this field? Yeah, like I said, you want to you wanna play every game like your last, but this one really is it. So when it comes down to it, you know, you got to come out here, give it your all, and uh, hope and, and pray for a win and hope that uh, – as you and your other friends that are graduating play their best and everybody else on the team does too, so you can leave this field with a W and uh, good memories. Two seniors tonight that you've gotten to know pretty well over your years too, Blue Heron and Jake Conger. Just what kind of uh, guys are they and just how excited are you for what they've been able to do this year? Uh, very hardworking guys. I love these guys to death. And, you know, they do anything for anybody, the nicest people you ever meet. And uh, like I said, just very hardworking people. That's why they are so good at what they do on this field. And uh, we're looking forward to seeing them play tonight, too. I know it being their last game, they want to go out in style. And uh, it's, it's you know, interesting to see this, too, because Jake Conger, Blue Heron, 
two guys on the offensive line that have been anchors for so long. The linemen that Woodland didn't lose last year, they're losing tonight. Uh, you know, thinking about what you did, thinking about what uh, Austin Champion, Caitlin Houston, Eli Rollins, all those guys that were seniors last year. And now, you know, what seemed like were babies last year now getting ready to play their last game. Yeah, it's a little hard, you know. They've they've lost a lot of experience uh, with us last year, and now they're losing uh, most of what they have. So next year, or especially in the off season, just work is what they're going to have to do. Especially losing these two of the uh, oldest guys on the team, they're just going to have to work with these young guys, get them ready uh, when it comes back around this time of the year. And, of course, those two seniors that we're talking about are the captains for the Bobcats tonight, number 76, Jake Conger, number 55, Blue Heron. They're at midfield right now getting ready for the coin toss. While they're flipping the coin, we'll uh, give you a uniform watch update for the homestanding Woodland Bobcats white helmets with the Bobcat logo on one side, numbers on the other, coming out in their blue Auburn-style jerseys, blue uh, navy blue tops, orange numerals trimmed in white, orange and white sleeves on or stripes on the sleeves. Coming out in their retro orange pants tonight, we saw those uh, – few years ago i know you guys got to wear them a lot oh, yeah. during jv we were talking about that and uh, when of course i think back uh, to that era i think of hunter baldwin our guy <laughs> upstairs that's uh running the video for us tonight his era john david jacobs john west adcock uh if you remember those bright orange pants that they used to wear these are the same pants that the bobcats are wearing tonight for fayetteville coming out in gold helmets tonight white uh jerseys black numerals trimmed in Vegas gold and uh, white jerseys. So if you were looking for a college team comparison, if you will, or really even the NFL, if you want to go that far, it's the New Orleans Saints versus yeah. the Denver Broncos <laughs> as far as color schemes go. If you want to go college, all in a Wake Forest. Oh, yeah. And uh, the coin toss is about to take place right here at midfield. Of course, the white hat going over all the ground rules and – making sure everyone plays with sportsmanship tonight. The coin toss is in the air, and the winner is Woodland. They have deferred their option to the second half, so now we've got to figure out where they will be kicking to. And it looks like the Bobcats will be kicking towards the field house and away from the scoreboard, so they'll be kicking directly south here at Warren Sewell Field. And teams are about to run through their banners. It's going to be a pretty big night tonight. We talked a little bit to uh, Fayetteville's radio crew who came in just a little bit ago, and they were talking about their game last week at Coosa Central. Oh, yeah. seemed like it was a lot different than what we had against mm -hmm. Coosa. It was an 18-6 to game. It looked like they just had to scrape and yeah. fight for every point that they got, where with Woodland, it seems like everybody was scoring at will. So, you know, what 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 do you expect to see out of this Fayetteville team tonight? Uh, I really don't know because the team that I face is a lot different than the team that they uh, have came out with. You know, when I was playing, they had huge linemen, good backs. But as we've seen throughout the year, it's not been that. And uh, with the game, like you said, against Kusa being as tight as it was in our game against Kusa being a lot differently, I expect to see the Bobcats come out here and play uh, one of, if not the best games of this season. And so uh, that's what I'm hoping we see. Yeah, both of these teams are one and six coming in. Only one win in area play, but they're probably going to be playing like a couple of eight or nine win teams oh, yeah. tonight. I can expect it. The Bobcats are running through their banner now. The victory march being played here at Warren Sewell Field for the final time in 2022. And uh, it's, it's a special night here. It was a special night last week for homecoming. going to be a special night here as we 
get ready to close up shop for the final time here in 2022. Next week, we've got one last region game that will be on the road at Isabella. Go ahead and uh, call out if you're uh, planning on going to that game because it will be about a two-and-a-half-hour drive. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, the final game of the year in two weeks will be on the road at Wadley. And uh, really the big guy to watch for tonight for Fayetteville is uh, Zeke Deloach. His brother, Pacey Deloach, was the quarterback for the mm-hmm. last couple of years. And not only has Woodland and Fayetteville gotten to know each other on the football field, but they've played baseball together. Yeah, yeah. They've played basketball against one another, too. And I uh, – Zeke's already going to be a handful, but I'm glad we don't have to deal with two Deloach brothers because yeah. they were both incredible at what they did oh, yeah. in every sport they played. So if we only have to deal with one, I think I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. And I can tell you from experience, them two being brothers, they were always on the same page whenever the quarterback, whenever uh, Casey was throwing it to uh, Zeke. So I'm glad we don't have to deal with that tonight. And the Bobcats getting ready to kick this one off. Number 45, Colt Burge doing the honors tonight. Of course, filling in for the injured Noah Waits. One of three varsity Bobcats that will be out tonight. Noah Waits, of course, with that MCL sprain. Andrew Sanchez on the offensive line with a high ankle sprain. And Levi Screws dealing with a shoulder injury. It'll be a low line drive kick that will be fielded around the 30-yard line. He'll try to move it up a little bit. I think he gets it up to the 35-yard line. So ultimately, about a five-yard return on that play. The Fayetteville Wolves will take over 11.51 to go in the opening quarter. And kickoff time is 7.02. Yeah, uh, we talked about it a little before the game, but I'm excited to see what this defense is going to come out in. You know, it's kind of hard when you have that one specialty player on the field and you and you, you have to stop him, you have to target him because you know if you've watched film, you've looked at stats, that's who they go to directly. So I'm, I'm really – uh, excited to see what this Bobcat defense and what Coach Shrink, Coach Shrink has uh, drawn up to uh, contain him. Number two, Zeke Deloach will line up as a wide receiver to the far side of the field. It looks like immediately they're going to have to call a timeout. So uh, <laughs> great news so far for yeah. the Bobcats if they can <laughs> find a way to uh, to keep that momentum going. While they're taking a timeout, we'll take a timeout with them. Your score with 11.51 to go in the opening quarter. Woodland nothing, Fayetteville nothing right here on iSchool Sports Network. Crouch Team Realty and Keller Williams of Widawi can handle all your real estate needs from commercial to residential and lake property. Contact Crouch Team Realty Keller Williams Group, always ready to assist you in real estate needs. Give Gene Crouch or a team member a call today at 770-315-8726. Crouch Team Realty, a community-minded company supporting all of our local schools. So if you're looking for that perfect property, check out Crouch Team Realty Keller Williams Group. Office is located at 6 2nd Street in Widawi. Following what we thought was a timeout was just an extra uh, second for Coach John Limbaugh to relay the message to his team. Woodland's defense did not leave the field. Fable's offense did. I don't know what's going on, but what that tells me is that they're already not on the same page, and that could really benefit Woodland. Yeah, and seeing our defense not come out the uh, field shows me that they know what they're doing and they're coming out there. So I'm really excited to see what's going to happen. 11.51 to go in the opening quarter. First snap is going to be a handoff up the middle, and right there is Jake Conger. Eat him up, boy. All the way behind to the 33-yard line. Great start for that Bobcat defense. Yeah, it looks like a handoff to the right side of the uh, line. He tries to take it behind that right tackle between the guard and the tackle. But like I said, that aggression right there from Jake Conger, he comes down, fills that hole, and lays a hit on him for a loss of one. Hey, he was your spotlight player, and he's already living up to that name right now. Fantastic for him. 
Kay Cross back at that linebacker spot. They're also going to have Malachi Drummond over there as well. Three wide receivers, two to the far side, and the shotgun set for the Fayetteville Wolves. He calls for it once. They're going to throw out in the flat, and it is to Zeke DeLoach. He's going to catch it out in the flats, brings it up to the 45-yard line, up to midfield. Going to be a long first down for Zeke uh, DeLoach and the Wolves. And, again, that's just one thing we've yeah, got to yeah. watch for. Probably the only thing we've got to watch for, but that is one thing we have to watch for. Yeah, simple little dump pass out to the uh, left side of the field, closer to their sideline. He just takes it up the sideline to get a big first down. And uh, there's that speed I was talking about, Taylor. Once he catches that ball, he takes off. And uh, if you're not taking your pursuit angles right, if you're not right there in his face ready to wrap him up, it's going to be hard to catch him. Ball at the Woodland 49-yard line. Fayetteville marching from left to right as you listen. They're going to move DeLoach over to the right side this time in the shotgun set. Will be a handoff to the tailback. He bounces off of Conger, gets back to the line of scrimmage, runs into his own man before ultimately getting a gain of one. That brings up second down. Yeah, it looks like that handoff was supposed to go between the guard, the uh, right guard and the center. But uh, like Taylor said, Jake Conger was right there as he bounced off of him. He caught it across, uh, back across field to the left side and took it upfield for a gain of about uh, one or two. Yeah, it's going to be one of those things that I believe they're probably going to go away from the run very quickly if uh, they can't figure out this Bobcat defense, which means they'll have to throw it more, which means Woodland could figure out that oh, yeah. passing game too and ultimately shut down Fayetteville. That's what we're looking for tonight. Second down and nine to go for the Wolves. They're looking to pass. He's being pursued. He throws, and it is caught. 45-40, ultimately brought down inside the 35, down to the 31-yard line. That's Solly Brooks making the big play inside the Bobcat 35-yard line. Yeah, simple little out route by Solly Brooks as he takes it upfield for a big first down uh, for the Wolves. First down and 10, ball officially at the 33-yard line. Checking in is Landon Payton for uh, the Fayetteville Wolves. Looks like they're going to send him out to the sideline after every play. And Coach Lombaugh will relay the play to him, and he will relay the play to the offense. Three wide receivers, two to the far side, four Peyton. They're going to throw out in the flats again, and no one's around to loach. He's at the 30 up to the 25-20, far sideline, 15, cuts back inside the 10 he goes, just shy of the five-yard line. And again, you've got to put more pressure oh, yeah. on Justice. Yeah, and a simple little dump, route, uh, dump out to the uh, left side of the field, and uh, again, there's nobody around him, so he takes it upfield, uses that speed to his advantage, and uh, gets uh, first and goal. 9.14 to go in the opening quarter. It's the first possession for the Fayetteville Wolves in this scoreless game. It is senior night 2022. Jake Conger, Blue Heron, your seniors that were being honored tonight. Shotgun, three wide receivers, two to the far side. One back lined up side, car left, and it will be a read option play. He goes to the five, cuts back inside, gets up to about the three-yard line. So ultimately a gain of four on first down and goal. Yeah, simple read option play. Like Taylor said, he takes it up on the left side, but is met by a group of Bobcats, has to cut it back in and run straight into Blue Heron to take him down. Clock continuing to run for the Fayetteville Wolves. 8.34 to go in the opening quarter. Second down and goal to go for Fayetteville. Quarterback Landon Payton with one back to his left here in the shotgun set. It's going to hand off to the tailback, and he's brought down behind the line of scrimmage. Blue Heron, there's a fumble on the play. Say the Bobcats have it. Cade's got that one. And are they going to say that he was down first? I believe that is what they're uh, going to say, but good job there, as you mentioned, oh yeah. Justice, by Kay Cross to be on top of that play. Yeah, it looks like he was trying to take it outside over around the right tackle, but Blue, uh, Blue Heron got to him, 
quicker than he could get out there and uh, caused a fumble, but they said he was down. But uh, like Taylor said, K Cross was on it. 747 and counting here, third down and goal. The Bobcats needing a big stop right here to get some momentum shifted back to their side. A couple of big plays for Fayetteville have gotten them into this spot, but other than that, nothing really flashy so far. Third down goal. And it will be a keeper up the right side, and he's in the end zone touchdown. Cadence Barrett, that backup quarterback, coming in and getting the touchdown for Fayetteville. They now crack the scoreboard six to nothing. Yeah, simple quarterback keeper right behind or right between the right guard or the left guard and the right, uh, left tackle, and he takes it in for a uh, Fayetteville touchdown. Call that one officially about a four-yard rush for Cadence Barrett. And lining up to kick the extra point for the Fayetteville Wolves, number five, Nick Ibarra, out of the hold of number 11, Hunter Hammonds. Good snap. The kick is up, and when it comes down, it will be good. 7.22 to go in the opening quarter. Fayetteville on top, 7-0 over Woodland. You're listening to Bobcats football from iSchool Sports. Hello, football fans. As you cheer on your favorite team this season, we're cheering on all our student athletes, staff, and teachers, both on and off the field, for keeping our community safe over the past year. At Southwire, we remain strong because of our team, the people behind the power. If you want to be a part of the winning team and build on our legacy of quality, service, and safety, visit careers.southwire.com. It's a great time to be in the electrical industry, and it's an even better time to be at Southwire. These are roaring with hometown pride. Here at First Bank of Alabama, our bank family is cheering for your team too. We support all our local communities with state-of-the-art banking. From checking to savings, construction loans, home equity, and home mortgages, we provide all of your consumer and commercial banking needs. We want you to bank how you want. Whether it's online, in-person, mobile, or telephone banking, we make it easy for you. Visit us at firstbankal.com to find the most convenient way for you to bank. First Bank of Alabama, where you are first. First Bank of Alabama, member FDIC, equal housing lender. And the Fayetteville Wolves strike first with 7 or 7.22 to go in the opening quarter. They lead 7-0. The ensuing kickoff will be taken to the 35-yard line, brought up to the Woodland 40-yard line, and that's where the Bobcats will start their first possession, 7-14 to go in the opening quarter. And again, just a couple of big plays right oh, yeah. there. Justice was the difference in that drive. Yeah, we had stopped the run game early on, but uh, like you said, the big plays by number two, Zeke Deloach, and uh, – if we don't find a way to stop him, it may be a long night for the Bobcats, so hopefully we can uh, get him under wraps. Yeah, the running game uh, really didn't uh, really didn't do too much damage to the Bobcat defense. It's just you've got to limit that big play. Shotgun set for the Woodland Bobcats. Three wide receivers, two to the near side. It will be a handoff to David Knowles. He gets back to the line of scrimmage, trips over for a gain of two. That will bring up second down. Yeah, it looks like you try to take that behind the uh, – the left guard, but ultimately tripped up and failed for a gain of one or two right there. Second down and eight to go. David Knowles, of course, uh, the last couple of weeks having to fill in multiple, uh, basically for Malachi Drummond uh, when he filled in for Drummond, ultimately got that premier back spot with Malachi Drummond sprinkling in a little bit. Uh, Malachi now will move out as a wide receiver with Brody Collins out to the left side. Shotgun set for Callen. Callen looking to throw. He's got time. He throws out in the flats. It's caught by David Knowles. He's up to midfield, 45. Spins all the way up to the 41-yard line. That will be a first down. However, there is a flag in the backfield. Yeah, nice little, uh, nice blocking. I want to say right there. But Callen drops back. David runs a little uh, hitch route to the left side or to the right side of the field, and uh, he's left wide open. 
So they take it up, but there is a penalty on the play. And it will be a holding call, says the White Hat. So that will back them up 10 yards from the original spot. So that still will be second down. And if I'm uh, correct, I may be wrong, but I've looked at everybody. I think they have Malachi out there at the wide position for Tobin Pinkard. Yes, that's right. Of course, Tobin Pinkard uh, moving to uh, defense, uh, defensive line after yeah. playing linebacker some as well. Malachi Drummond will probably be sprinkled in here or there. 6.28 to go. It will be second down and about 18 to go. Callan Gay in the pocket. Rolls out to the left side. He's losing a lot of ground. He's either got to find somebody or just get rid of it, and he will ultimately get rid of it, and that will go nowhere near the line of scrimmage, but it does go out of bounds. That will bring up third down. He had the ball at the line of scrimmage at the 32-yard line. He dipped all the way back inside the yeah. 10 before he finally let it go. Yeah, and uh, for the first couple seconds, you know, he had good coverage, but it looks like his receivers weren't doing enough to get open, resulting in uh, no yard or no gain. So they throw the flag late, but it is going to be intentional grounding. And as, of course, we said, yeah. if you're going to throw the ball away, it has to get back yeah. to the line of scrimmage. It was about five yards shy when he threw it out of bounds. So that's a loss of down, which is huge for the Bobcats. And they've got a long way to go now as they are inside their – see, where are they going to stop? It's got to, got to be a spot foul. He oh, threw yeah. it inside the 10-yard line. So they're going to back it up all the way with the front nose of the football at the nine. Wow. Hmm. So they're at the front nose of the foot not of the nine yard line. They've got to get to their own forty nine yard line before they convert. So again, two big penalties right there for the Bobcats have heard them already. Six thirteen to go here in the opening quarter. Third down and forty for the Woodland Bobcats. Callum looking to throw. And he'll just dump it off to David Knowles, and it's just a little short, and that will bring up fourth down. Yeah, it looks like it was trying to be a screen pass, but the defense did read it, and as Callen tried to make it to David, he swatted it out the air. And uh, I take back what I said about Malachi replacing Toby because Toby is out there. Malachi is at the uh, Z position for number 22, Asa Burge. Yeah, I feel like we'll see uh, both of them swapping in and out tonight. It's, of course, Levi Screws not being able to play tonight due to a shoulder injury. He suffered that, I believe, also in the first half. Yeah. Same as uh, Andrew Sanchez, who uh, suffered his ankle injury in the first half last week. Zeke Loach back to receive the punt at the original line of scrimmage. Front uh, front of the feet is at the 40-yard. And that one's going to be blocked. It's going to roll into the end zone. Callen's going to have to fall on it. No, Fayetteville's going to fall on it, and that's a touchdown. Oh, my goodness. Fayetteville blocked the punt about two yards behind the line of scrimmage. Callen tried to fall on it just for a safety Worst-case scenario, he can't fall on it. Fayetteville falls on it, and they now extend their lead to 13-0. Yeah, it looks like they used Callen running out there or, or using a little bit extra time to uh, to their advantage as they sent somebody through the middle uh, to the side that Callen usually runs to, which is his right side, and uh, blocked the kick. So lining up for the extra point, number five, Nick Ibarra out of the hold of Hunter Hammonds. High snap, but it is placed well, and he will kick it high into the Woodland Knight, and it is good. 14-0 Fayetteville over Woodland with 6.01 to go in the opening quarter. You're listening to Bobcats football from high school sports. 
The Rehab Center at Trailer utilizes a wonderful team of nurse practitioners, therapists, mental health nurses, social workers, and dietitians. A partner with Champion, the Rehab Center at Trailer provides the absolute best in physical, speech, and occupational therapy for our short-term rehab patients as well as our long-term care residents. Visit TrailerHealth.com for more information about the Rehab Center at Trailer. WM Grocery with four locations serving East Alabama. A full deli open seven days a week. Be sure to download the WM Grocery app from the App Store or Google Play. Download and save today with the WM Grocery app where the deals of the week are included. Make your shopping list and earn points for even more savings. Every Tuesday is Senior Day featuring 10% off for seniors. Watch out for Monday Madness and Friday Flash. Make shopping easy at WM Grocery, Heflin, Piedmont, Roanoke, and Weedowie. 601 to go in the opening quarter. Fayetteville's extended their lead to 14-0. A punt that was blocked and recovered in the end zone is the difference in this game. Extra point attempt by Nick Ibarra was good. And it is time now for the ensuing kickoff. Another short kick that will be taken in the middle of the field up to the 35-yard line to the 40. Butler is going to carry it all the way over to the Woodland 46-yard line. Bobcats take over with 5.56 to go in the opening quarter. And a lot went wrong on that last drive, Justice. You could credit it to the long first down play that they had that was erased by a holding call. Very next play, the intentional grounding call where Callen fell all the way back inside his own 10-yard line, about 20, 25 yards behind the line of scrimmage. Gets the ground, they call it loss of down. Can't get anything going on third down. And then they, of course, punt it away, and it gets blocked, recovered in the end zone by Fayetteville. So let's just try to erase that drive right here, and let's see if we can start over right here. That's what I want to see, and I think Woodland can do it. It will be a handoff to David Knowles, bounces back. Line of scrimmage up to the 48-yard line, a gain of about three on the play for David. Not bad to get back in the rhythm of things. Yeah, he takes it off the left side or the left outside of that right tackle up the field as he had the right guard, K. Cross, pulling and blocking for him. 5.34 to go in the opening quarter. It will bring up second down and seven ball at the 48-yard line. The back nose of the football at the 48. With them moving from right to left, knocking on the door of Fayetteville territory. Three wide receivers in the shotgun set. It will be a handoff to David, and he's popped behind the line of scrimmage. Not even uh, really taking one step forward. He gets popped in the uh, back by Atticus Jacks. Yeah, it looked like that run was supposed to go uh, between the right guard and right tackle, but uh, was unable to get there as the backer shot through the line and got him as soon as uh, the ball was handed off to him. So, ultimately, a loss of one. The front nose of the football rests at the 48-yard line. Third down and eight for the Woodland Bobcats. Haven't seen any pistol formation set here in uh, in this game. Looks like shotgun's going to be the way to go. Christopher Butler, Malachi Drummond line up his receivers to the far side. Your near side receiver is Brody Collins. Line up side car left, David Knowles. Callan Gay looking to throw. He hesitates, throws middle of the field, and it is incomplete intended for Malachi Drummond, Brenton Cantrell uh, on the uh, coverage there, and that will bring up fourth down. Yeah, it looks like Malachi had it right across the middle of the field, but was uh, highly covered as, Mal- uh, as Callan threw it, and uh, as it met Callan's, or Malachi's hands, it was batted down for a uh, no game for the Bobcats. So the Bobcats will look to punt this one away for the second time tonight. Ball at the 48-yard line, 47 rather. 
Back to return, Zeke DeLoach inside his own 25. High snap, rugby-style punt for Callen. We'll go over to the far side. We'll kind of die at the 21-yard line. Took a bounce, went straight up, unlike the woodland bounces that we've seen every single year. It just kind of like popped up and just kind of died there. So Fayetteville will take over with 4.20 to go in the opening quarter. We need a uh, big stop right here because right now they we, they have two unanswered points on the board and uh, we need to get the ball back in good field position, drive it down and score to make this a uh, better game and a better first half. Woodland needing to find some confidence. They can do so right here on this defensive drive. Hey, we saw what they did when they get confidence against oh, yeah. Central Cusa coming back from two scores down. Can they do it here? Shotgun set will be a handoff left side. Inside the 25, up to the 27. So a game of about three on the play for the Fayetteville Wolves. Yeah, he takes between the left guard and the left tackle, goes up straight up the middle, and uh, ultimately tackled by one of our backers. And I will say we're, we're making a, a lot of penetration in the backfield, and I see a lot of hands on his jerseys as he goes upfield, but we just cannot wrap him up. And if we do that and stop this run game, it will hurt them a lot. 3.49 and counting, second down and six to go for Fayetteville. Calls for the snap. He's going to roll out to the right side. No one around his intended receiver. He picks it up at the 29-yard line, throws a stiff arm inside the 35-yard line up to the 37. That's Cole Hardy receiving the reception. Nobody around him, and that's going to bring up a first down for the Fayetteville Wolves. Yeah, nice little out route by Cole as he takes it upfield. A nice catch and run, but a hard hit laid by number three, Bradley Brasher, as a group of Bobcats uh, take him down. And, of course, we talk about Zeke DeLoach, and, of course, you want to do everything you can to contain him, but they've already found three receivers already that they can also throw to. So if all of your focus is on one guy, someone else is already open. Shotgun set will be a handoff to the tailback. Up the middle he goes. He'll fight up to the 39-yard line, ultimately a gain of one for Hunter Hammonds. That will bring up a... Second down play with three minutes to go. Yeah, he tried to run it behind that right guard, but uh, here's that penetration again. We had number 55, uh, Blue Heron, back there to wrap him up, and number 54K, crossing 76, Jake Conger, came up and finished the play for him and helped him take him down. Second down and eight from the 39-yard line for the Fayetteville Wolves in this battle of two one-and-six teams. Three wide receivers, two to the far side. Throws out in the flats again. That one is going to be caught. Up to the 40, he goes, and he steps out of bounds. Around the 45-yard line, I think we'll officially see it at uh, the 45-yard line. That was number 22, Reed Wallace, uh, rece- uh, receiving that uh, throw. Yes, yeah, simple little out right again as he uh, takes it upfield. We have a, we push him out of bounds before he can take it up for a big bigger gain. 2.27 to go, third down and three to go for Fayetteville. I mean, we talked a lot about uh, how you have to stop Zeke, and it looks like we did that, but while doing that, it looks like we're leaving all these other players open too. So it's gonna. We're, it looks like we're going to have to multitask a little bit and stop everybody on that offense. Malachi Drummond lined up over Zeke DeLoach in this three-wide receiver set. And they're going to get Woodland to jump, and that will be a free first down for Fayetteville. And that's where that uh, – Discipline and experience comes in. You know, a lot of these kids haven't been in the game to uh, to know let's not do that, which is taught, but it's not really in your mind until you see it firsthand. So uh, hopefully we stop that now and don't have to go through this again further on into the uh, game. 
up to midfield. They will go first down and 10 for Fayetteville here on their second possession of the night. They lead 14-0 over the Bobcats. Roman again looks like he'll be the spy over Zeke DeLoach. Shotgun set. It'll be a quarterback keeper up the right side and a good job there by number 21, Tobin Pinkard, to set up behind the line of scrimmage and make the stop. That's going to be a one-yard loss. Yeah, it looks like uh, number 21, Tobin Pinkard, was untouched coming off that right side of the line and just makes the tackle from the back side of the field and takes him down for a, a big, uh, big loss for the Bobcats or for the Wolves. Second down and 11 to go for Fayetteville. Two minutes to go here in the opening quarter. They lead 14 to nothing. A four-yard rush by Cadence Barrett and a punt block that was recovered in the end zone, the difference in this game. Fayetteville, of course, starting off strong, but it looks like Woodland has slowed them down as far as pace goes here in this second possession. They're going to pass this time. He's looking over to the right side. He's got to get rid of it. David Knowles is going to pop him behind the 45-yard line. That's going to break up a huge third down. Yeah, the defensive end spot, the quarterback drops back. But number 20, number 10, David Knowles reads it, sucks his guy off of him and comes through and lays a hit on the quarterback for a huge loss for the Wolves. Yeah, it looked like uh, Peyton, he had, his, he had his eyes set on who he wanted to throw to. I'm guessing it was going to be DeLoach. Looked all the way to his left the entire time. Three guys were in his face, and he had no idea. Yeah, but also to that left side, he had two guys pressuring him, and he only had one blocker back there. So he tried to push it out towards his right side, but David Knowles was right there to lay a hit on him. Yeah, if you uh, roll out of the pocket, that's definitely something you've got to watch for because you only have protection for what's in front of you. Get there. Third down. He rolls out, and it's going to be a – they're going to stop the play, a dead ball foul, and I believe it's going to be on Fayetteville. This is it. be a false start, I believe, over here on the right side. Yeah, this is a big third down for the Bobcats. We need a stop right here to get the ball back in good field position. We talked about needing momentum, and I think Woodland's slowly finding it right now. David Knowles, of course, putting all of his power into the quarterback, uh, (laughs) Landon Payton. And then, of course, you get the false start penalty, and maybe that'll get something going here, and the Woodland offense can feed on that. Third down from the 39-yard line, 21 yards to go. They've got to get to the 40-yard line in Bobcat territory in order to convert. Shotgun set, one in the backfield. They're going to throw out in the flats again. It's going to be Zeke DeLoach. He gets to the line of scrimmage up to the 45 near sideline, midfield, and he gets tripped up inside the original line of scrimmage up to the Bobcat 48-yard line, but still a ways away from getting that much-needed first down yardage. Yes, yeah, simple little dump pass out to his left side, ultimately it going back to the uh, where this drive first started, uh, but it's still a long fourth down, and it looks like they're going to punt the ball. Fourth down and 10 to go for Fayetteville. A great defensive stop by the Woodland Bobcats. Taking advantage of a couple of Wolf mistakes. And I believe that's going to do it for the first quarter of play. And it will. And when you come back, it will be a uh, punt situation for Fayetteville. They'll have fourth down and nine to go from midfield. But as we go to the second quarter, Fayetteville leads 14-0 over Woodland. You're listening to Bobcats football from high school sports. Head to Raybuck's Farm Supply in Woodland, Alabama for all of your farm needs. We make a custom deer plot mix guaranteed to bring big bucks. Also, deer candy feed, ryegrass seed, deer cameras, and feeders. 
Our customer-approved beef is ready to hit your grill for Saturday tailgating. Stop by and see us at 23551 Highway 48 in Woodland or call us at 256-449-2255 Raybuck's Farm Supply. For a look at the Elite Rehab scoreboard, here's Justice Herring. We have Hanley over Cleveland County 14 to nothing with 431 left in the first quarter. And then we have RCHS over Beulah 14 to nothing at the end of the first. At the end of the first quarter here, it is 14 nothing. Of course, Fayetteville on top of Woodland. But what I see so far, Justice, is it looks like the Bobcats are slowly getting oh, momentum yeah. and they just need the offense to roll out there and get the job done. And it looks like we're making adjustments on defense, like I said, when they uh, they use Cade Cross experience on the line and size when they uh, put him down and move David back sometimes. Ashton Donahue to punt this one away, and they're going to fake, fake it, but he misses and it. he throws at the feet of uh, number 11, Hunter Hammonds, and I believe that's going to be another grounding call because that ball did not get to the line of scrimmage. No, it's oh, going to yeah. be holding on Fayetteville. We'll take that one, too, decline that penalty and give the Bobcats the ball. Yeah, I like what I saw there. We had David Knowles putting pressure on him, uh, trying to go block that punt, causing the uh, kicker to misplace his pass, which is a great thing for the Bobcats. We have it on the 50-yard line, a decent field position to take it downfield and score. The one thing that I am seeing is that if we get pressure on the quarterback, we saw it on the quarterback, we also saw it on the punt, if you just get a little bit of pressure on them, they, they lose freak, the Yeah, they freak out. It looks so like they have no So we just got to send somebody yeah. every single time getting that quarterback's face. If it has to be David Knowles, fantastic. Get Craig Cross's oh, yeah. big self in there and uh, put the fear into the Fayetteville quarterback. Hey, we'll take it. So here come the Bobcats. They've got four wide receivers this time, two to either side. Callan Gay looking to throw, goes in the flats. It's Go caught Brody. by Brody Collins up to the 45. He goes, and he'll carry Fayetteville. No, there's a fumble on the play. It's recovered at the 46-yard line. I believe Woodland will have it. That is Tobin Pinkard uh, coming up with the fumble recovery. They get a few yards on the play there, but they avoid near oh, yeah. disaster. Yeah, simple dump on the far side of the field. And like Taylor said, as he takes it upfield for a, a nice four or five-yard gain, he does fumble it, and uh, Tobin Pinkard luckily does recover it. Ball at the Fayetteville 46-yard line, 11.24 to go until halftime. It is second down and five. Woodland trailing 14-0. Three wide receivers, two to the near side. The two near side receivers are Malachi Drummond and Christopher Butler. It will be a handoff to David Knowles as he finds positive Go yards. David. He gets it. Turns up field, crosses the 45-yard line up to the 44. A gain of about three when all said and done, but they are slowly chipping away at Fayetteville. Oh, yeah. And he takes it off that uh, right tackle's uh, side closer to our, uh, our sideline, and he has that guard, Kate Cross, pulling for him, lead blocking, letting him get this big game for the Bobcats. Front nose of the football at the Fayetteville 43-yard line for the Woodland Bobcats. They face a third down and four situation. Clock running with 10.42 to go in the first half. Yeah, I love the way we're moving the ball right now. It's yes. slowly but it's surely getting up the field, and it's helping us out a lot. Need to get a first down right here, obviously, but if you keep chipping away, things will go your way. It's going to be a reverse. Malachi Drummond up the middle. He's the run, 30. Malachi, run, Malachi, 20, run. Got to beat. Don't 15, worry about him. 10. Inside oh. the 10, he goes, and that's going to be a Bobcat first down. First downs are brought to you by Homestar Financial. Find the easiest way home with the Lori Brown team at Homestar Financial. They're licensed in Alabama, Georgia, Tennessee, and Florida. Call the Lori Brown team today at Homestar Financial, 334-863-4052. Nice reverse play. They hand it off to David, and David hands it right back off to Malachi Drummond to take it upfield for a huge game for the Bobcats. 
And there is an official timeout as it looks like there's an injured Bobcat on the sidelines while he's being attended to. We'll take a timeout with him. 10-17 to go until halftime. Woodland trailing Fayetteville 14-0. But when you come back, they'll have the ball first down and goal from the 10 right here on iSchool Sports Network. Main Street Animal Hospital in Roanoke, a small animal hospital providing vaccinations, wellness exams, digital radiology, an on-site pharmacy and lab, dental cleanings, and specified surgical procedures. We take care of your babies as our own. The fur-friendly staff is here to provide the best care possible. Drop-off service is available. Visit our website at MainStreetAH.com or download our app, Main Street Animal Hospital, phone number 334-863-7111, located at 307 Main Street, Roanoke, Alabama. The injury was to number one Malachi Drummond, but he's off on his own power. First down and goal from the 10-yard line for the Woodland Bobcats. They've got three wide receivers. It'll be a handoff to David Knowles, and he gets stuffed just shy of the five-yard line. That'll bring up second down. Yeah, he takes it right behind that uh, left guard, gets a gets a pretty big, or pretty good game for the Bobcats. Bobcats are driving inside the first bank red zone. Some things change, but not at first bank, where quality customer service remains the same. You'll like banking with us at first bank. 9.36 to go in the first half. Second down and goal from the six-yard line for Woodland. They trail 14 to nothing, but a double reverse play by the Woodland Bobcats gets them inside the red zone, the closest they've been to the end zone all night, and they're feeding off that momentum that the defense gave to them that last drive. Hopefully we can put it in right here. In motion from right to left will be a receiver, but they'll hand off to David, gets back to the line of scrimmage, and that will be it. Yeah, it looks like he tried to take it in behind that center, but it's met by the backers, but he keeps driving his feet to gain a couple more yards on that on that run. Malachi Drummond will check back into the game. He's going in for number seven, Christopher Butler. Is he going to be used as a receiver? Is he going to be the back in the set? Uh, we'll just definitely have to see how he will be used. You'd love to see that, though. They never know what's coming whenever you have a player out there like that, so it's good to have somebody like that on your side. Ball at the five-yard line for Woodland. Third down and goal from the five. They're going to move Malachi up to that H-back spot. Two wide receivers out to the near side. That's going to be Asa and Brody Collins. Callen, hand off to David Knowles. No, it's going to be an option keeper. David, mm. or Callen's going to take it into the end zone. Touchdown, Callen Gay. There we go. Touchdown, Woodland Bobcats. Hey, keep chipping away, and oh, we'll yeah. get back in this ball game. I'm not going to lie to you, Taylor. They faked me out. It was so good. I didn't even know Callen had the ball, but – uh. He takes it in behind that left side of his line, runs over a player while doing it to take it in for the Bobcat touchdown. Callan Gay, uh, of course, showing all that momentum, getting him into the end zone. Getting more and more confident out there as the weeks go on. And with the absence of Noah, Ga- or, uh, Noah Waits, they will go for two. So they will call for it. Callen rolling out to the right side. He's going to keep it. No, he throws oh, it away. Yes. Then David Knowles has it for the two-point play. That two-point <laughs> conversion play was brought to you by Tickle Pink Petting Zoo. Tickle Pink would like to remind you that you don't have to drive far to get a zoo experience. Visit Tickle Pink Petting Zoo on County Road 92 in Graham or call 256-610-2052 to learn how to bring Tickle Pink Petting Zoo to you. 8.27 to go in the first half, 14-8. Woodland answering right here on iSchool Sports Network. 
Save every day at WM Grocery. Super Tuesday features a 10% discount to those 55 and older with certain restrictions. A full deli at all locations. The meat department with a full-time butcher available for freshly cut meat. Be sure to look for the Pick 5 for just $19.99. If you don't have the WM Grocery app, download it to your smart device today and make shopping easy. WM Grocery with four locations open seven days a week. WM Grocery, Heflin, Piedmont, Midaui, and Roanoke. For the Reliance Realty Scoring Recap, presented by your premier source for real estate information and services, Reliance Realty. Here's Justice Herring. That was a seven-play drive starting at the 50-yard line, ending in the end zone with a uh, five-yard rush by quarterback Callan Gay. List with confidence, purchase with pride. Visit reliancerealty.com or phone 334-863-2161. The defense has a great stand. That momentum shifts over to the offense. And, hey, don't count these Bobcats oh, yeah. out. They're slowly getting back into this ballgame. We gotta, like I said in the pregame, we gotta keep this aggression going. We have to uh, put our foots on the neck, as coaches would say to us, and uh, keep pushing. And hopefully, they lay down and quit. Colt Burge lining up to kick this one away, and it's going to be a low kick that will be fielded inside the 35-yard line. He'll bring it up to the 40, plenty of space up the middle of the field. He'll truck a bobcat all the way up to the 47-yard line. That is uh, number 11, Hunter Hammonds on the return. Fable with good field position inside their own 45-yard line. First down and 10 from the 46 in their own territory with 8.21 to go in the first half. This drive right here is very important. Hopefully the Bobcats can stop them with enough time on the clock to uh, either take it downfield and tie the game up or uh, stop prevent them from scoring and we get the ball back from the uh, second half. Coming up at halftime here on iSchool Sports Network, we'll, of course, have the uh, field performances for both Woodland High School and Fayetteville High School. We'll have a look at the Elite Rehab scoreboard. And, of course, we'll take a look at Dr. Law's second-half adjustments. Handoff on first down. He gets set up by Jake Conger. Only a gain of two on the play. That's going to bring up second down. Yeah, he tried to take it between that left guard and left tackle, but is met in the hole by number 45, Colt Burge, and 76, Jake Conger. And uh, there's that aggression I've been talking about from Jake. He's, he's filling these holes. He's playing an amazing game right now. And this is what I was looking for tonight. Yeah, you wouldn't think Jake would be as aggressive as he is with him being as quiet as he <laughs> is, a great kid. But when it comes to playing football, man, he, I wouldn't want to be in his way. Oh, yeah, he goes gets it. Shotgun set, two wide receivers. Going to be another handoff to the there running go, back. He's got room around the edge, but Blue Heron stops him behind the line of scrimmage, brings him back to the original, and that will bring up third down. Yeah, Blue throws his guy off of him as they try to take it behind or to their sideline on the outside. But Blue grabs him and slings him to the ground before he can get uh, past the line of scrimmage. 46-yard line, the original line of scrimmage for Fayetteville. They've got it on the far hash, moving from right to left. You can hear the, the Bobcat fans oh, yeah. starting to get loud here as they need one more stop here to get some momentum back on the offensive side, possibly tie it up or... Even better, take the lead. They're looking to pass. He gets rid of it quickly. They find the Loach up to the 45-42 yard line. That will be good enough for a Fayetteville first down. Yeah, he does a quick, a quick little slant route, takes it upfield for a uh, Fayetteville first down with a group of Bobcats tackling him downfield. 6.59 to go in the opening quarter, four, or opening half, 14-8 to eight your score. Fayetteville with the early two touchdowns, but Woodland slowly chipping away and Getting back into the ball game. Ball at the 42-yard line, middle of the field. They creep inside to Bobcat territory. 
Three wide receivers. Two to the far side. Lined up sidecar left is Cameron Hammonds. Peyton calls oh, for the snap. He bobbles it, and he'll fall all the way back to the 48-yard line. So, again, putting some pressure on that Bobcat, or the Bobcats putting pressure on Fayetteville, and, of course, making things happen. But it looked like right there, uh, regardless if he caught that snap or not, we had number 54, uh, K. Cross, and 21, Tobin Pinkert in the backfield as soon as that ball was snapped, putting pressure on that quarterback. And uh, that's what I like to see, because if he didn't get that, I promise you one of our Bobcats would have. 6.07 and counting a huge play right there as it backs them up all the way to the 48-yard line. Second down and 16 to go. Putting pressure on the quarterback. Get that momentum back on your side. That's all they have to do. They're going to move receivers over to the left side this time. He's going to throw right, and that's going to be Solly Brooks. He gets it up to the 40-yard line, carries a bobcat inside the 35, and that's going to be awfully close to a first down if he doesn't get it. Yeah, simple little out route by uh by the receiver, and he takes it upfield, met by Bradley Brasher. Bradley couldn't take him down, but number 10, David Knowles, came through to finish the job for him. Be third down and two. Ball to the 33-yard line. They'll need to get to the 31. 5.22 to go until halftime, 14-8, Fayetteville on top of Woodland. Fayetteville started strong. Woodland has shipped away and trimmed it down to a six-point lead for Fayetteville. Shotgun said it will be an option keeper by Peyton. Peyton will carry it up to the 31-yard line, and I think that might be enough for a first down. Yeah, he takes it in between that uh, that right guard and right uh, the right guard in the center, uh, and it looks like it's close, and it is going to be a first down for the uh, Fayette Wolves. First down, they got to the 31-yard line, which was the line to gain. So they've got momentum back on their side now too, as they're uh, putting together a methodical drive against the Bobcat defense. Landon Payton, the quarterback, going over to the sideline, getting the call from John Limbaugh. John Limbaugh, of course, been leading this program for 11 years now. One of the good ones in the coaching business is John Limbaugh. Shotgun, three oh wide. It's going to be a high snap. Head. It's going to roll all the way behind the 50-yard line. Fayetteville will fall on it, thankfully, in their case, all the way back to the Bobcat 46-yard line. That's the second time they've second. shot themselves in the foot here on this drive. Yeah, and like Taylor said, that's a – Awful snap. He throws it from the – it looks like what that is, uh, the 30-yard line all the way back. It rolls to a – 46. 46. Uh, Side Woodland a, territory. Wow. A huge loss for the Fayetteville Wolves, and hopefully uh, the Bobcats can capitalize on this. 3.58. That clock will continue to run. They've got a long way to go. Have to get all the way to Rocky Branch, I believe, to get that first down. <laughs> hopefully the Bobcats can stop them before they get there. And take it over there to the playground. Yeah. For a, for a touchdown, you know? Yeah, that'll be uh, that'll be nice. Carry it all the way up to Newell for a score. Timeout taken Timeout. on the field by Coach John Limbaugh. We'll take one with him with 3.33 to go in the first half. 14-8, to your score. With 3.33 to go in the second quarter, Fayetteville on top. You're listening to Bobcats Football from High School Sports. Young's Drug and General Store in Woodland is your local, independently owned pharmacy. Young's offers a variety of services for your convenience, such as online prescription refill, compounding, immunizations, and even diabetes education. There's also a drive through window. While you're here, check out the gun and ammo shop, as well as the apparel and $1 section. Young's Drug and General Store, 24460 Highway 48, Woodland. It's 
14 to 8 here, Fayetteville on top with 30-33 to go in the second quarter for a look at the Elite Rehab scoreboard. Here's Justice Harry. We have BB Comer at uh, at Coosa Central, and BB Comer is up 35 to nothing at the second quarter. We have Hanley up 34 to nothing over Cleveland County. Ramburn and Thorsby are tied in the first quarter at zero. Randolph County is up 14 to seven over Beulah. Uh, Isabella and Vincent are both 0-0 at the beginning of the first or at the first quarter. We'll have more scores for you coming up on the Elite Rehab scoreboard at halftime, so be sure to stay tuned to us here. Long second down upcoming. He'll throw, and it is incomplete. Would have gotten all the way back to the original line of scrimmage before Bradley Brasher uh, threw that one or uh, batted that one to the turf over Zeke DeLoach, and that will bring up third down. Yeah, it looked like Zeke had a go route, but the quarterback could not make it, making him stop, letting Bradley Brasher to catch his feet. Getting in front of the receiver, but uh, ultimately missing it. Third down and 30 to go for the Bobcats. Listen to the Bobcat fans here at Warren Sewell Field. They're getting loud. They want oh, yeah. something big to happen here. Hopefully something does. We need a huge stop right here. They're going to put two wide receivers over out to the right side, Zeke DeLoach being one of them. Peyton rolls out left side. He's in trouble. He throws, and it oh, is yeah. incomplete. Just got to the original line of scrimmage, and that's going to bring up fourth down. Yeah, I couldn't really tell what he was looking for. It looked like the two receivers on the far side ran up field, stopped, but kept going. And the quarterback, as he was hit by Colt Burge, just threw it up, hoping somebody would catch it. Ultimately, going nowhere. Hey, for, another uh, Bobcat stop. Another big stop for Woodland here on defense. Let's see if we can get something going here with 3:17 to go until halftime. Oh yeah, this is huge right here. We need a. Uh, we need our returner, Malachi Drummond, to take it back on good field position because we have enough time on the clock to go score and tie it up before uh, halftime. High snap. Low punt that will be taken inside Woodland territory. It looks like it will be downed inside the 25-yard line to the 24-yard line. That's where Woodland will take over first down and 10 inside their own territory. And, hey, it seems like it's setting up for oh, a very yeah. similar first-half finish as we saw in Coosa where uh, Callan Gay found Tobin Pinker oh, yeah. in the back of the end zone, if you remember a couple weeks ago in Rockford when all that happened. And, you know, it looks like they could erase uh, this deficit here. They make that happen. You know, your uh, your your uh, your dream didn't come true with the Brody and Callan connection at Kusa, but I'm going to call it right here. I see a deep pass from Callan to Brody for the Bobcat touchdown before the half is up. Hey, that's a, that's a pretty good prediction, and we'll have to wait until this timeout is over to see if that comes true or not. 3.06 to go until halftime, 14-8, to 8, Fayetteville on top, Woodland with the ball first and 10 from their own 25 when you return here on High School Sports Network. These are roaring with hometown pride. Here at First Bank of Alabama, our bank family is cheering for your team too. We support all our local communities with state-of-the-art banking. From checking to savings, construction loans, home equity, and home mortgages, we provide all of your consumer and commercial banking needs. We want you to bank how you want. Whether it's online, in-person, mobile, or telephone banking, we make it easy for you. Visit us at firstbankal.com to find the most convenient way for you to bank. First Bank of Alabama, where you are first. First Bank of Alabama, member FDIC, equal housing lender. 3.06 to go until halftime. Bobcats with the football first down and 10 from their own 25-yard line. Callan going to throw out in the flat. Caught by Asa Burge. Gets to the line of scrimmage up to the 26-yard line. So, ultimately, a gain of two on the play. That brings up second down. Yeah, he tried to dump it out to his uh, to his near side, close to our sideline. But Malachi Drummer could not hold his black, ultimately letting Asa get tackled for about a yard, of, yard or two gain for the Bobcats. Officially second down and nine for Woodland. Ball at the 26-yard line. 
got the passing thing down, Pat, but not quite deep enough, oh, yeah. Justice. That's uh, <laughs> what uh, they tried to call right there. But good to see Asa Burge uh, getting into the receiving game as well. I feel like we'll be calling his name out a lot in the next couple of years in the receiving court. Shotgun set for Cal. have to pick it up off the carpet, and that's just going to be a busted play as he falls all the way back to the 20-yard line, a loss of about six on the play for Woodland. Yeah, bad snap, like Taylor said, and they shot through. Jake Conger could not hold his man up, uh, letting Callen get tackled for a uh, big loss for the Bobcats. That clock will continue to run. A big third down play upcoming for Woodland as they go behind the line of scrimmage down to the 29 or the 20-yard line, about four yards behind where they initially started this drive. Got to expect something big right here, oh, yeah. Justice, on third and long inside two minutes to go. Something crazy for sure. Something we haven't seen maybe. You know, they, they got us with a reverse play. Maybe we'll see something else like that. Brody Collins, Malachi Drummond line up as receivers on the far side. Looks like it's going to be another reverse play. David Knowles, oh, up to the 22-yard line. Can't get anything past that. That's going to bring up a fourth down and long. Had yeah. a huge hole wide open yeah, right there, but they sniffed it out pretty quickly. Yeah, he had a huge hole on that, on that right side of the line, but it looks like their backers uh, read the play pretty well, came up, filled the hole, wrapped David up to uh, stop him getting that big first down. One twenty-eight to go. Timeout on the field. We'll take one with them. Fourth and 13 when you come back. Fayetteville leads 14-8. to eight. You're listening to Bobcats football from High School Sports. If you love watching listening to the game on High School Sports Network, you'll love reading about it in the Randolph Leader and on therandolphleader.com. All the big plays from the big games, the game-changing moments, and the players that made them happen. Daily updates on the randolphleader.com keep you up to speed all week long. Find stats, photos, stories, and complete coverage online and in our weekly print edition every Wednesday. Full-scale coverage of every local high school plus Southern Union Athletics with online subscriptions for as low as $26 per year. So check it out after the game, the Randolph Leader and therandolphleader.com. Fourth and 13 following the timeout for Woodland. They will be forced to punt this one away deep in their own territory if they're on 23. Again, just uh, couldn't quite get it going there. Couldn't ride that momentum that the defense got for them. Yeah, like they said, like I said, they showed us new plays we haven't seen before, but uh, ultimately the defense did sniff it out and got them before they could make it to a big play. Back to receive the punt is number two, Zeke Deloach, standing at midfield. Going to be a low snap, but he'll boot this one high and away. We'll be taking it midfield by Zeke. Gets it up to the 45 to the 40. Cuts back middle of the field up to the 25 before jumping all the way down to the 21-yard line. A great return by Zeke Deloach, and that will bring up a first down for Fayetteville deep inside Bobcat territory. Yeah, great return. And right there he showed his speed as he took off cutting through the defenders, taking it all the way upfield to get a a good good field position for the uh, Wolves. Timeout taken by Woodland, and we'll just keep it right here. Take a look at some scores uh, from games outside of our area. Six to nothing, widely on top of Winterboro. That's kind of a surprising score oh, yeah. there. Uh, Randolph County on top of Beulah, twenty-one to seven, and Hanley on top of Heflin, thirty-four to nothing. Uh, getting the news from Heflin today, they're down to their third-string quarterback. So, oh, uh, yeah, of course, going into a game playing a team like Hanley as a third-string quarterback can't be good for the old confidence boost. Yeah, no, it sounds like the Dolphins with uh, Tua and Teddy Bridgewater out, they got a Skylar Thompson starting. And he's a first-year rookie, so they're down to their third string, too. Yeah, a lot of things uh, not bouncing the way of the Cleburne County Tigers. We'll try to get some score updates. I know we're taking a look at that uh, Thorsby-Ranburn game as well, and uh, Vincent Isabella 
playing as well. See if we can get some updates of that coming up at halftime. But, of course, we'll have the marching bands from both Woodland and Fayetteville uh, for you if you're watching the game live on iSchoolSportsNetwork.com. And we'll have second-half adjustments brought to you by our friend Dr. Chris Law at Woodland Chiropractic just on top of the hill in County Road 64. Shotgun set for Peyton. He throws out. It is caught. Gets up to the 15-yard line. Shakes a tackle. 10-5. Gets the corner. He wins it. Touchdown. 20-yard touchdown uh, pass to Reed Wallace, and Fayetteville will extend their lead now 20-8. to Yeah, simple little dump out to number 22, Reed Wallace, and he takes it upfield. Bradley Brasher reaches out to grab him, but he could not get him, get him to take him, in, take him down before he gets into uh, the end zone. Lining up to kick the extra point for Fayetteville, number five, Nick Ibarra. Two for two on the night. Of course, we'll do so out of the hold of number 11, Hunter Hammonds. Making sure the kicking uh, tee is just right. Soccer-style kicker, Ivara is. Takes three steps back, two steps to the left, and it is good. 109 to go until halftime. 21 to 8. Fable extends their lead over Woodland right here on iSchool Sports Network. No matter young or old, tall or small, everyone enjoys going to the zoo. Did you know that you don't have to drive far to get an authentic, personal zoo experience? Just drive down the road to Tickle Pink Petting Zoo, 3632 County Road 92 in Graham. Tickle Pink has something for everyone, all at an affordable price. Stop by and see what you're missing at Tickle Pink Petting Zoo, 3632 County Road 92 in Graham. Call 256-610-2052 to learn how Tickle Pink Petting Zoo can come to you. On the banks of the Little Tallapoosa stands the small town of Woodland, Alabama, a wholesome place built on family, friendship, and hard work. A great community plus a great school makes Woodland the perfect place to raise a family. The only thing we pride ourselves on more than family is our love for the Bobcats. There's a special place underneath those towers, Woodland, Alabama, a place to call home. One oh nine to go until halftime. Fable has extended their lead over Woodland 21-8 thanks to a 20-yard pass from Peyton to Wallace. The extra point by Ibarra was good. 21-8 with one oh nine to go until halftime. Got a little bit of time to make something happen here, Justice. Let's oh, see yeah. if Woodland can get some momentum going into the locker room. Oh. Going to be a, pick, on a kick, and Brody Collins initially touched it. I think he will fall on it. Yeah. At their own 46-yard line. I think it was just kind of a little pooch kick there. Not yeah. an intended, uh, not an intended uh, onside kick there, but it kind of looked like that. And uh, Brody Collins falls on it at his own 46-yard line. Bobcat set up shot with 107 to go until halftime. Yeah, hopefully we can get this ball, push it down the field, and uh, put one on the board before uh, halftime. Callan Gay coming back out onto the field. A few big plays tonight from the Woodland offense. Just need to get it going in the end zone here with 109 to go. Brody Collins, Christopher Butler lined up his receivers to the near side. Calls for it, and the play will be blown dead. And it will be a false start on the Bobcats. Bringing out the mistakes from that first quarterback with us. 
Yeah, you got to find a way to get out of those and find some momentum back on your side. And that's uh, not going to be the way to do it. So I'll back him up all the way to the 41-yard line, first down and 15. So they break the huddle. David Knowles is going to line up sidecar left of Callan Gay. Going to move Malachi Drummond and Brody Collins to receivers over on the far side. Christopher Butler lined up right. And off to David Knowles. Okay, he David, gets to the 45-yard line, shakes one, shakes two tackles, and he'll get the carry all the way up to the 49-yard line. A pretty solid carry there for David Knowles. I'll bring up a long third down, however. Oh, yeah, huge rush by David Knowles. Uh, he takes it up on that right side and uh, pushes it upfield for a huge gain. But still, like Taylor said, a long second down. Second down and about seven to go. Ball at the 49-yard line inside a minute to go for Woodland. They trail 21-8 to eight here in the second quarter. They'll move Malachi Drummond in from left to right. Callan Gay makes sure he gets lined up in the right spot. Callan claps for it. He's looking to throw. He's going to go deep, Run, and he overthrows Ooh. Malachi Drummond by a few yards. That's going to bring up a long third down. Yeah, nice simple go route by Callen, I mean uh, by Malachi Drummond, but like Taylor said, overthrown by a couple of yards before Malachi could get there. So that'll bring up third down and seven. Clock stops, 21 seconds left. Malachi Drummond way down the field, just a little overthrown from Callen Gay. So what do you do here on third down and long? You've got 21 seconds left. You, of course, want to try to get as many yards as you can, but you want to try to get the most oh, for yeah. your time. I mean, I think you just have to you throw it up, you know. It's not something we usually see, but I think that's what we have to do. Another reverse play, Malachi Drummond. That will only get one yard. You can only do that so many <laughs> times before they figure it out. So, ultimately, a gain of two on the play. They move from the 49 inside their own territory, inside Fayetteville territory, but still about five yards shot. Yeah, simple reverse play like Taylor said, and he pushes it upfield, but only for a one-yard gain to and uh, take will, it to the half. That will be the final play of the first half. 21-8, to eight, Fayetteville on top. Going to take a quick timeout. When we come back, we'll, of course, have that uh, halftime performance by the Fayetteville High School Marching Band right here on High School Sports Network. Taxpayers and business owners in Randolph County and the surrounding area have trusted Trailers Tax Service for their tax needs for over 35 years. Trailers Tax Service is a full-service tax station, filling your tax preparation, accounting, payroll, and bookkeeping needs while staying up to date with the latest tax updates. Let the fine folks at Trailers Tax Service handle your tax and accounting needs today. Trailers Tax Service is located in the heart of Woodland at 24245 Highway 48 in front of the post office. Appointments and walk-ins accepted, 256-449-6588. So you want to know what it's like to be a college student at Southern Union? I'll tell you. You get the best of both worlds. Low costs and small class sizes, plus all the perks that come from attending a school in an ideal college setting. Get as involved on campus as you want, or buckle down and get ready to join the workforce fast. Visit suscc.edu to schedule an in-person tour or to register now for spring semester. If you're watching on our feed on iSchoolSportsNetwork.com, we're going to turn things over now to the Fayetteville High School Marching Band for their halftime routine.
And that was the Fayetteville High School Marching Band with their halftime performance. We're going to take another time out when we come back. Woodland High School will be performing their halftime routine as well right here on High School Sports Network. At halftime, Fayetteville leads 21-8. Husqvarna has always been the know for industry-leading quality. Whether it's a chainsaw, weed eater, blower, or any other power tool, come by Meadows Farm Equipment with Dowie, Alabama, and check out our big selection. We also have Rhino and Dirt Dog Farm implements for those big jobs. Commercial and residential mowers featuring Husqvarna and Spartan for 42-inch to 72-inch cuts. Around the house or the farm, don't look any further than Meadows Farm Equipment, 85 County Road, 811 in Widawi, or online at meadowsfarmequipment.com. No matter what your financial situation is, planning for your financial future can seem daunting or even impossible. Effectively planning for retirement, education, or leaving a legacy requires experience and expertise. Fortunately, the Knowles Group has been helping families in Randolph County get on the right financial track for more than 20 years. We are deeply rooted in the community and will work hard to help you meet your goals. To ask any questions or set up an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles in Birmingham at 205-602-5065 today. They're located at 3800 Colonnade Parkway, Suite 540 in Birmingham, Alabama, 35243. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF, member FINRA slash SIPC. SPF is separately owned and operated, and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services here are independent of SPF.
Woodland High School marching band. Going to take another timeout. When we come back, we'll look over those second-half adjustments presented by Dr. Chris Law right here on iSchool Sports Network. A full-service cemetery and memorial works company, that's Heron Monument and Memorial. They handle memorials, markers, and more with a wide selection of sizes, colors, and shapes. They also create signage and plaques for your home or business, as well as monument cleaning, sandblasting, and restoration. To see how Heron Monument and Memorial can help you, visit them at 124 Woodland Drive or call 256-610-3557. Heron Monument and Memorial, from our family to yours. It's halftime here at Warren Sewell Field on Senior Night 2022, and the Fayetteville Wolves lead Woodland by a score of 21-8. to As we prepare for the second half, it's time to go over the second half adjustments presented by Dr. Chris Law, Woodland Chiropractic Justice. What does Woodland need to do to adjust their second half game plan? First on the offensive side of the ball, we need better drives, and uh, we need to finish our drives. We, uh, we're pushing it up the field sometimes, but we're not making it into the end zone, and it ultimately ends up in a punt. So if we can put the ball into the end zone, it'll, it'll be a lot better for our guys and uh, we need uh, to stop or make more tackles the first time where we're wrapping them up but we're not fully taking them down especially when we make them in the backfield they'll break off of us and make that uh, that play that should be a loss into a bigger play than it is and uh, like me and you said we need to put more pressure on that quarterback because uh, when we do it seems like uh, they freak out a lot and tend to uh, make a lot of mistakes whenever they have that pressure on them so if we do that I feel like uh, it'll uh, make us our, our defense help our defense out a lot more halftime adjustments are presented by dr chris law woodland chiropractic if you need a half need an adjustment reach out to dr chris law woodland chiropractic 256-449-6444 we'll take a look at the elite rehab scoreboard when we come back here on high school sports network it's halftime fateable leads woodland 21 to 8 did you know that you can receive chiropractic care and massage therapy all close to home? You can, thanks to Dr. Chris Law at Woodland Chiropractic Clinic. Dr. Law has strived to help patients live a productive and pain-free lifestyle through chiropractic care for over 20 years and has now teamed up with his wife, Amy, to offer massage therapy right here in Woodland. For an adjustment or a massage, call Woodland Chiropractic Clinic at 256-449-6444. Woodland Chiropractic Clinic, 76 County Road 64, Suite 4 in Woodland. Natural health through chiropractic care. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave behind for your family can seem intimidating. But the Knowles Group is here to help. We have deep roots here in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles in Birmingham at 205-602-5065 today. Located at 3800 Colonnade Parkway, Suite 540, Birmingham, Alabama, 35243. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC. SPF is separately owned and operated, and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services here are independent of SPF. So you want to know what it's like to be a college student at Southern Union? I'll tell you. You get the best of both worlds. Low costs and small class sizes, plus all the perks that come from attending a school in an ideal college setting. Get as involved on campus as you want or buckle down and get ready to join the workforce fast. Visit suscc.edu to schedule an in-person tour or to register now for spring semester. 
Are you looking for a low-calorie beverage with zero sugar that provides clean energy for your day? If so, stop by Woodland Nutrition to try a variety of their loaded tea flavors. Looking for a meal alternative? Woodland Nutrition can help with that. Try a delicious meal replacement shake with only 9 grams of sugar and tons of vitamins and minerals. Woodland Nutrition is open weekdays from 6.30 a.m. until 5 p.m. and Saturdays from 8 a.m. until 4 p.m. Fuel up for the day or before going to watch the Bobcats play at Woodland Nutrition, 120 William Street in Woodland. Woodland Nutrition also accepts call-in orders, 256-449-2057. As we prepare for the second half, we'll take a look at the Elite Rehab scoreboard, of course, presented by our friends at Elite Rehab. Justice Herring, what do you got for us? We have Randolph County up 34-7 over Beulah. Wadley up over Winterboro 6-0. Hanley uh, in Clay Central. Hanley's up 34-0. B.B. Comer at the half is up over uh, Coosa Central 42-0. Wilburn and Weaver all tied at 6-6. And Lynette and Goshen, uh, Lynette's up 16-6. Taking a look at some other scores from uh, around the area in our interest. Uh, Central Phoenix City on top of Auburn, 21 to nothing. Munford leads White Plains, 28 to nothing. It's Clay Central over Beauregard, 14 to three. Horseshoe Bend all over Barber County, 42 to nothing. And last night, Realtown defeated Laverne by a score of 44 to 14. So Woodland, they get the ball getting out of the second half. Of course, uh, you want to try to make the most of that right here. What's uh, one thing just offensively you feel like could really get Woodland over the edge. I think if we take this ball right here and drive it down the field and put it in the end zone, it'll uh, it'll put Big Mo on our side. And I think if we carry that onto the defensive side, get a stop right there, get the ball back, it'll it'll boost our confidence, get Mo on our side. And if we keep him there, this game I believe will be ours. And you know we looked about it. We talked about this kid all game long, Zeke Deloach, Zeke Deloach, Zeke Deloach. For the most part, he really. I mean, he's made a couple of big yeah. plays right there, but he hasn't really impacted the game as much as we thought. And I think Fayetteville is really using that to their advantage. They knew that Woodland would be preventing or trying to prepare to stop him, so they're letting a few more weapons come out as well. Yeah, I think that uh, them focusing on that one player throughout that whole week uh, really did hurt us here. But uh, hopefully they, they uh, talked about it in the uh, field house during halftime, got it all figured out, and uh, can come back out here and play good uh, defense. Fayetteville Wolves lining up to kick this one away. Number 13, Cadence Barrett doing the honors. Woodland, when they get the football, will be marching from left to right as you listen. Another short kick that will be fielded at the 35-yard line, not much beyond that, maybe up to the 36-yard line. And that's where Woodland will take over with 11.51 to go in the third quarter. They trail 21-8. In Woodland, we've seen them use methodical drives to march down the field. They just got to find ways to, one, keep the ball in their possession and uh, try to make something out of it as well because we've seen a couple of plays. I know you could probably look oh, yeah. back at your drive chart there and see how many long drives they've put together with really nothing to show for it. And I think if you do that here in the first, uh, first possession of the third quarter, that really oh, yeah. tries to get momentum going. Because this is not a deficit that's too far to overcome. Oh, no. We saw them a uh, two-score deficit at Central Coosa a couple of weeks ago. So they, they can do it. They just have to believe that they can do it. Be a handoff to David Knowles, possibly up to the line of scrimmage, maybe a yard behind. Either way, that second down. Yeah, he tried to take it between that uh, right guard and right tackle, but uh, ultimately met at the line of scrimmage by uh, a load of wolves from Fayetteville uh, gaining nothing. Second down for Woodland. They'll say second down and 11 from the 36-yard line. 
They break the huddle. Got two wide receivers to the left side. It's going to be Asa Burge and number seven, Christopher Butler. Brody Collins lined up as a receiver to the left side. Shotgun set. Hands off David Knowles. He's got room around the left side. He gets up to the 40-yard line and possibly up to the 42. That will bring up third down. Yeah, he takes it out on the uh, on the outside of the right tackle, cuts it back across field, met by a, a couple of the Fayetteville linebackers for a decent game of about three or four right there for the Bobcats. That will bring up third down. Not a too bad of a distance right there, manageable. About seven yards to go off the 42-yard line. Bobcats marching from left to right as you listen, knocking on the door of Fayetteville territory, marching towards the scoreboard here at Warren Sewell Field. Four wide this time for Woodland. Callan calls for it. He's looking to pass. He's got a guy in mind, dumps it off. Go, David, David Knowles up to the 40-45. Go, David, up to the 46-yard line. All in all, a gain of about four on the play, but still not enough to get that first down. Yeah, simple screen pass to David Knowles right there on the uh, right side of the line. And uh, they had him they had him held up, but David kept driving the feet, kept driving the feet to get a good game for the Bobcats. Fourth down and four to go. Looks like the Bobcats are not going to be punting this one away. Got to give themselves a chance. I like it right here. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, fourth down and four. Ball at the 46-yard line. Break the huddle with about 10 seconds left on the play clock. They'll have three wide receivers, two over to the left side. Tobin Pinker lined up as an H-back. Callen calls for it. It'll be a handoff. David, David Knowles. Running, David keep and, oh, he's going to be stuffed short, I believe. I believe he's going to be short of that yard uh, line to gain. Oh, they gave it to him. Oh, they gave it to him. That's going to be a Homestar Financial first down for Woodland. Find the easiest way home with the Lori Brown team at Homestar Financial. They're licensed in Alabama, Georgia, Tennessee, and Florida. Call the Lori Brown team today at Homestar Financial, 334-863-4052. Yeah, nice hard run on that right side of the line between the right guard and right tackle. Takes it up for the first down for the Bobcats. First down at midfield for Woodland. Two wide receivers to the left side. They're going to throw out in the flat. It is caught by the Bobcats. Brody Collins is going to get up maybe a yard or two on the play. That will bring up second down. Yeah, nice little dump out to the left side of the field. Uh, Brody Collins is met as he gets the ball, but it is a gain of two for the Bobcats. 8.47 and counting here in the third quarter. Woodland trailing 21-8. to But they have held the ball the entire third quarter, and they're putting together a pretty solid drive here, keeping the ball out of Fayetteville's hands. Three wide receivers this time, two to the left side. Sidecar left is David Knowles of Callum Gate. David will get it. Line of Keep scrimmage, running, shakes one, shakes two, up to the 46-yard line. They're the three-yard gain there for David Knowles, third down. He takes behind that right tech when he has uh, Tobin Pinker, number 21, down there in the H-back position. He leads blocks for him to get a good gain of about two or three for the Bobcats. Third down, ball at the 46-yard line. Woodland inside Fayetteville territory. Eight minutes to go in the third quarter. Woodland trailing 21-8. to eight. But a lot of good things are going here on this drive. Let's we'll see if we can cap it off with a nice touchdown. Sidecar right now is David Knowles. He'll send Asa Burge in motion from right to left. Callen looking to throw. He's going to throw in the middle of the field. Brody Brody. Collins in and out of his hands. 
at the 10-yard line. He would have reeled it in. Nothing but green grass in front of him. Just a little overthrown, and that's going to bring up third down, or fourth down, rather. Yeah, it looks like a uh, post route for uh, Brody Collins right there, and as he cuts across field, he's wide open. Callan Gay tosses it out to him, and it's a little past his fingertips, and he could not reel it in for the touchdown. They went for it on fourth down last time. They got it. It looks like they're going to do the same thing right here. Four down territory for the Bobcats. Front nose of the football at the 45. Needing to get just over the 41 in order to get that conversion. Three wide receivers. They're going to have Brody Collins and Chris Butler over on the left side. Asa Burge is a receiver on the right. Callen looking to roll out again to the left side. He's in trouble. He's got to get rid of it. And Atticus Jacks is going to hit him way behind his own 45-yard line to the 42-yard line. And that's going to be a turnover on downs. Fayetteville will take over in great territory. Yeah, it looks like his Callen dropped back. Uh, number 66, Levi Hill, could not keep his guy in front of him, letting him loose. And he goes over there to give Callen that pressure. Callen uh, ultimately wrapped up, took down for a loss. And a turnover on downs. Atticus Jacks, the only one around him. He got a good hold of Callan Gay and just could not break free. And that will bring up first down and 10. Ball at the Fayetteville 46-yard line. They take over with 7.31 to go in the third quarter. We need to stop right here on defense. Landon Payton, the quarterback for the Fayetteville Wolves. They've got two wide receivers to the far side. Your near side receiver is number 22, Reed Wallace. They're going to pitch to the tailback. He gets up to the line of scrimmage, 40. Follows a block all the way up to the 35-yard line. I think up to the 34, they're going to give him. Solid game there for number 14, Cam Hammonds. Yeah, simple toss out to the left side of the field. He takes it upfield for a huge game. And uh, close to a first down, but it's met by a group of Bobcats to turn that uh, play. Second down and one to go, they'll say. Front nose of the football, the 35-yard line. 21-8, to eight, Fayetteville on top of Woodland. Two wide receivers to the near side, Zeke DeLoach and number three, Cole Hardy. They're going to pitch. Get him. And now they're going to fake the pitch to let the receiver get above the line of scrimmage, dump it off to him. He gets about seven yards on the play. Good enough for a first down. Kind of a strange play right oh, yeah. there where it looked like the quarterback doing the pitch was kind of a decoy. Yeah, it looked like he wanted to do that, uh, to give that pitch. But we had number 10, David Knowles, right there to uh, bat it down, maybe even take it away. So the quarterback told the receiver to uh, go out a little bit, and he dumped it over the line. For uh, Fayetteville, first down. First down and 10 for Fayetteville. They've got the ball at the Woodland 38-yard or 30-yard line. 6.28 to go here in the third quarter. Final home game of 2022. Going to be another snap. He'll roll out to the left side. He will keep it. Up to the 25 he goes. Peyton will carry over the 20-yard line, and that will be good enough for about a 12-yard gain and another Wolf first down. Yeah, quarterback keeper right there. I couldn't really tell if he wanted to get that pitch or not, but uh, he takes it upfield, cuts it back across, met by a group of Bobcats before he could get into the end zone. It looks like they're using this, this pitch to their advantage. You know, they, they try to fake it there. The play before that, it looks like it was a, a little busted, but they made something out of nothing with a pitch. And it's just working really well for him, too. Ball at the 19-yard line, first down and 10 for Fayetteville. Looks like he'll have one in the backfield, three wide receivers. Zeke DeLoach lined up by himself on the left side. Fakes the handoff. Going to go left side towards DeLoach, and it is caught in the end zone 
touchdown, Wood or Fayetteville. Yeah, it looked like uh, Deloach had a simple out route right there. Quarterback throws it over the two defenders, the Bobcat defenders, right into Deloach's hand for the Fayetteville touchdown. And we've seen it on film so many times. It looks like every time he's double covered, they seem to find a way to sneak it in there. They do it again, and the Wolves have extended their lead to 27-8. to Yeah, and being as tall as long as he is, it helps out a lot because you can throw it over the defenders and he can jump up there and reach – or jump up there and grab that ball out the air. Nicky Barra, and it's going to be a bobbled snap, so they're going to roll out and try to go for two, and that one is incomplete in and out of the hands of John Wesley Harden. So with 5.35 to go in the third quarter, Fayetteville has extended their lead to 27-8 over Woodland here on iSchool Sports Network. If you're a teacher, apples are nice, but saving money is even better. At Alpha Insurance, we appreciate all you do to educate, motivate, and inspire students. That's why Alpha offers teachers an exclusive discount. Best of all, every Alpha policy comes with personal service that's in a class by itself. Call Alpha today. Call Alpha agent Jamie Dukas, 256-452-5131, or stop by our office in Oxford at 52 Plaza Lane. are roaring with hometown pride. Here at First Bank of Alabama, our bank family is cheering for your team too. We support all our local communities with state-of-the-art banking. From checking to savings, construction loans, home equity, and home mortgages, we provide all of your consumer and commercial banking needs. We want you to bank how you want. Whether it's online, in person, mobile, or telephone banking, we make it easy for you. Visit us at firstbankal.com to find the most convenient way for you to bank. First Bank of Alabama, where you are first. First Bank of Alabama, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Fayetteville extends their lead to 27-8 here on iSchool Sports Network. On the ensuing kickoff, Woodland will recover at the 34-yard line. That's where they'll start their drive in their own territory, 529 to go in the third quarter. And again, that name we've talked about all night long, Justice Zeke Deloach, uh, going up and high-pointing a ball over two Woodland defenders in the end zone. That extends their lead to 27-8. Yeah, it looks like they uh, they finally used them right there at their – it looks like they try to take their eyes off of them, make them, make us take their our eyes off of them. And as soon as we did, they they used them and, and scored a touchdown with it. Ball at the 34. That's where Woodland will start their next drive. Again, went for it on fourth twice. Was successful on only one of those tries. And it will be a handoff to David Knowles, and he'll get stood up at the line of scrimmage. I think they're going to give him a 35-yard line. So ultimately, a gain of one. Yeah, it looks like he tried to take it right behind number 63, uh, John Wesley Harden, but ultimately met at the line of scrimmage, but gaining a yard in the process. Second down and nine to go, 5-11 remaining. Take a look at the Elite Rehab scoreboard here in just a second. Next week, Woodland travels to Isabella. It's going to be the longest road trip of the year by far, about two hours and 15 minutes over to Chilton County. Got to go to the other side of I-65, so... Technically the west side of the state. They'll throw out in the flat. It's caught by Asa Burge up to the 35. He goes to the 40. That's going to be a flag, I believe, going to be a horse collar flag. So that should give Woodland uh, more yards right there, and that will bring up a uh, third down play uh, before the penalty. Yeah, simple little dump play or uh, dump pass right there to Asa Burge on the right side. Uh, yeah, Asa takes it up, but ultimately grabbed by, by his horse collar, calling, uh, drawing the flag getting a, a big gain for the Woodland Bobcats. 
So with that penalty, that will be a Homestar Financial first down. A big thanks to the Lori Brown team at Homestar Financial for sponsoring Bobcat football on Friday nights here on iSchool Sports Network. Call them today at 334-863-4052. First down and 10 from the Fayetteville 45-yard line now following the penalty. They're going to go four wide, three wide receivers to the left side. Tobin Pinker joins the mix. But it will be a decoy as they hand off David Run, Knowles. David. David goes inside the 40 up to the 38-yard line. A oh, solid carry for David Knowles. Yeah, he takes it up behind that uh, that right guard, takes it upfield, breaks a tackle or two at the line of scrimmage to get a huge gain for the Wooden Bobcats. Second down and four to go. Say a long three. We'll give him three. Ball at the 38-yard line. Asa Burge, Brody Collins line up as receivers over on the left side. Back to the pistol formation set they go. David Knowles up the left side. He crosses the 35-yard line. That should be another Homestar Financial first down, Justice. I think it is right there as he takes it behind that left guard, drives it up the field, gets a huge first down for the Bobcats. Oh, they're going to say he's just shy. Third down and one to go. Actually, no, they are going to give him the yeah, first down because when you look at it, the first down marker is at the 35-yard yeah. line, and it's clearly at the 34. Yeah. No back nose is touching. <laughs> no maybe made it. No, it's it's clearly at the 34-yard line. Uh, chain gang taking a little bit longer to <laughs> move the sticks. So Tobin Pinkert, Asa Burge lined up as receivers on the right side. Good to see Tobin use more of a oh, yeah. receiver as opposed to a tight end or an H-back. They're going to move Malachi Drummond out to the right side as well. And off up the middle, yeah, David. David Knowles. He bounces off one inside the 30. Keep running, he David. Goes, Keep and running. he's going to bounce one more time inside the 25-yard line. That should be another Homestar Financial first down for David Knowles. Oh, yeah, he takes it up behind that right guard or that left guard, breaks it, meets the linebackers, but breaks that tackle, meets another defender, breaks that one, and gets by him for a huge run and a huge game for the, with the Bobcats. They'll say second down and one to go. They gave him uh, the last stop of forward progress at the 26-yard line. They'll say his momentum pushed him over the 25. Three wide receivers again over to the left side. And off David Knowles. Running, he gets David. that first down yard at this time. Stiff arms all the way up to the 21. That's another Homestar financial first down. And he takes that one right behind that left or that right guard. Meets, my, meets more defenders, but keeps driving his feet, breaks tackles, and gets a huge first down for the Wooden Bobcats. Clock continuing to run, 224 here in the third quarter. Woodland holding it down for the most part here in this third quarter. Fayetteville having the ball a short time, but we're able to make the most of it as they scored a 21-yard touchdown pass. Woodland not out of this one yet. Just got to find a way to get in the end zone, make these drives count. And it's going to be a snap that falls behind the 30-yard line. Callen will land on it at the 32. That's going to bring up second down. Again, just uh, might be a little chilly out yeah. there. Hard uh, hard chance for the center to snap, hold on to the football and get a firm grip on it. And, again, those things just happen. Yeah, this, it's just little mistakes right there that will hurt you uh, very badly. So hopefully we can overcome this right here and put it into the end zone on this great drive. 134 third quarter, officially second and 22 to go from the Fayetteville 32. They'll move David over from right to left. They're going to throw out in the flat. Asa Burge 
It's up to the 30. No, they're going to say back to the line of scrimmage. Couldn't quite get turned upfield enough, and that brings up a long third down. Yeah, simple little dump right out to the near side of our field, uh, but ultimately gaining nothing right there as the defenders uh, quickly read it, came up, and made the tackle. Third down and long to go for Woodland. Got the ball at the fateful 32-yard line. Bobcats taking their time getting the play up to the line of scrimmage. Plenty of time, though. 14 seconds left on the play clock. Asa Burge, Malachi Drummond on third down, lining up his receivers to the right side. Woodland's going to call a timeout, and we noticed that it was taking a little longer to get the play relayed over to Callan Gay than usual. Coach uh, Shrink wanting a little bit more time to talk about it. We'll take some time with him. 38 seconds to go in the third quarter, 27-8 in favor of Fayetteville here on High School Sports Network. The Bulldog Cafe, inside Hometown Market in Wadley, open and ready to serve you. The Bulldog Cafe, serving breakfast sandwiches daily beginning at 4 a.m. Monday through Saturday. Open at 6 on Sunday. Breakfast buffets on Saturday and Sunday as well. Daily hot bar specials include Monday's Hamburger Steak, Taco Tuesdays, Wednesday Wings, Thursday Barbecue, Friday is our Catfish Day, $7 Hamburger or Cheeseburger on Saturday, and Sunday, a large pizza. Fried chicken is served daily. The Bulldog Cafe, inside Hometown Market, Highway 22 in Wadley. And after this play, we'll take a look at the Elite Rehab scoreboard. Checking in on some games from outside of our area. 38 seconds to go following the Bobcat timeout. Four wide receivers, two wide to either side. David Knowles lined up sidecar right to Callan Gay here on third down. Slow snap. Callan will dump it off, and it is caught by David Knowles up to the 30 inside to the 29-yard line he goes. But there is a late flag. What did you see there, Justice? I think it's something with the blocking right there as I see the referee walk up and point to number 63, John Wesley Harden. And they are going to wave the flag off, so it will move to fourth down before they take the fourth down snapper. Actually, I tell you what, after uh, after this play right here, we'll uh, take a look at the Elite Rehab scoreboard. I do want to say that this is the longest drive of the night for the Bobcats with 11 plays right here. And uh, hopefully we can get this, this big first down. It's close enough to the end zone where if we get it, we can push it for a couple more yards and get into the end zone so we don't have this long drive in for nothing. 27 seconds to go, fourth down and 22 for the Bobcats. Ball to 32. Three wide, two to the near side. Callum checks once, checks twice. He goes deep and it is incomplete. Intended for Asa Burge, hit him in the hands, couldn't quite reel it in, and that will bring up a, fr a fresh set of downs for Fayetteville with nine seconds to go in the third quarter. Well, look at the Elite Rehab scoreboard. Here's Justice Herring. Yeah, we have Kusa Central and B.B. Uh, Comer. B.B. Comer is up 48-8 to eight with the fourth quarter beginning. We have Hanley up 40-7 to seven over Cleveland County at the third quarter. Lynette up 16-6 to six at Goshen. And then we have uh, Randolph County up 14-7 to seven over Beulah. And uh, Horseshoe Bend up 51 to nothing over Barber County. Of course, a lot of uh, good games going on in our area tonight. Kind of disappointed in the score stream. Yeah. We don't have a... Uh, no updated scores. So. Isabella Vincent score, a Thorsby Ranburn score, but if we happen to find one before this broadcast ends, we will gladly share that with you. First down and 10 for the Wolves. Peyton will take the snap and pitch it out to his tailback, a gain of about four 
as he crosses the 35-yard line. And there's that tweet that we talk about again. They toss the sweep to the far side of the uh, field and take it up for a, about a five-yard gain. And that's going to do it for the third quarter of play. Get your fours up, everybody. The Bobcats trail 27-8 over Fayetteville here in the final quarter of the home schedule right here on iSchool Sports Network. So you want to know what it's like to be a college student at Southern Union? I'll tell you. You get the best of both worlds. Low costs and small class sizes, plus all the perks that come from attending a school in an ideal college setting. Get as involved on campus as you want, or buckle down and get ready to join the workforce fast. Visit suscc.edu to schedule an in-person tour or to register now for spring semester. Planning for your retirement, funding your children's education, or building a legacy to lead your family does not have to be scary or complicated. The Knowles Group has over 20 years of experience helping families in Randolph County achieve their financial goals and we would love to help you achieve yours. We have the experience and expertise necessary to help you navigate the world of financial planning for any stage of life. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles in Birmingham at 205-602-5065 today. Located at 3800 Colonnade Parkway, Suite 540, Birmingham, Alabama, 35243. Securities offered through SagePoint Financial, Incorporated SPF, member FINRA, SIPC. SPF is separately owned and operated, and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services here are independent of SPF. To the fourth quarter we go. Twelve minutes to go here in this one. Fayetteville leads by a score of 27-8. They got the ball second down and six. Going to be another pitch inside of the 35-40. Up to the 44-yard line he goes, number 14, Cameron Hammonds on the pitch. That will be good enough for a Wolf first down. Yeah, it looks like there's that pitch again. They toss it out to the far side of the field. He takes it upfield. As he gets to the hashes, he cuts it back across to get a big first down for the Fayetteville Wolves. Up to the 44-yard line, the Wolves go. 11:40 here in this game. We hope to see you out next Friday night in Isabella. As the Bobcats and the Mustangs go at it in Chilton County. Be a handoff to Hammonds again. He crosses the 45 up to the 46-yard line. Another solid gain of about two there for Hammonds and the Fayetteville Wolves. Yeah, handoff to that uh, that right side of the line as he takes it to the outside, but met by Malachi Drummond, number 21, Toby Pinker, to uh, stop the, stop that big play from uh, becoming bigger. Second down and eight to go, 11-02 remaining here in the fourth quarter. The Wolves lead 27-8. Got to look up the series history, but this is probably one of the more uh, points that oh, Fable yeah. has scored against Woodland. I know we've had a couple of really close games the last couple of years. Second down, it will be a quarterback keeper from Peyton. He'll carry the load all the way up to midfield. Another solid carry there on what seemed like a busted play. Yeah, it looked like he wanted to get the handoff, but instead he pulled it back, took it in, and he had two lead blockers in front of him to take it behind that right guard. Third down from midfield for the Fayetteville Wolves. They need about five yards to go. Just on the outside of that 45-yard line they need. Fayetteville taking a little bit of time to call the play. They're about to run out of time as they break the huddle with seven seconds to go on the play clock. 
Two wide receivers, two in the backfield. They try to get Woodland to jump off sides, and they succeed. Don't know if that was by design or not, but of course uh, the rhythm that they had did not sync up with that last play. And, uh, Woodland's going to pay by giving up a first down. And there's that discipline right there. You know, it shows with uh, these more experienced teams, these more older teams. Hopefully as this team gets older and more experienced, they can uh, stop shooting themselves in the foot, as people would say, so much in games like this. Landon Payton gets the play from Coach John Limbaugh and will relay it to his team. They break the huddle, front nose the football at the Bobcat 45-yard line. The loach in motion from right to left, but that will be a false start on the uh, right tackle, number 64, Ashton Donahue, the guilty party on that one. She's like, what they just gained, she's going to go right back to where they was. So they'll back them up to midfield. First down and 15 to go for the Fayetteville Wolves. Final home game here at Warren Sewell Field. Of course, the game at Isabella next week, and then the week after that will be the season finale at Wadley. And they will break the huddle. Ball at midfield, two wide receivers lined up to either side, two backs in the backfield for Fayetteville. And it will be a handoff to the tailback Hammonds. Hammonds up to the 45-yard line, all the way up to the 43-yard line inside the original line of scrimmage. Yeah, it looks like he took it right behind that right tackle, takes it upfield to get back uh, to where this drive should have started before the penalty for a big game for the Wolves. Ball at the 44-yard line. Second down and nine to go. Clock running, 8.36 to go in the fourth quarter, 27 to eight, Fayetteville on top. Two in the backfield again, the Hammonds brothers. It will be Cam this time getting it and being hit behind the line of scrimmage. That'll bring up third down and 11. Yeah, it looks like they tried to switch it up, change it to the left side of that field, take it behind that right guard, or that left guard, but ultimately met by a, a group of Bobcats at the line of scrimmage. Third down and 11 to go. Looks like Brenton Cantrell will come into the game now, checking in for Cole Hardy. Defense needing a huge stop here. On third down and 11, high snap. Lane looking to pass, goes right side. It is caught by DeLoach at the 26-yard line. He'll carry a couple of Bobcats out of bounds at the 24-yard line, and that is going to bring up a long first down for Fayetteville. Yeah, simple go route right there. He jumps over uh, number seven, Christopher Butler. They make the catch. They try to wrap him up. Can't fully take him down. He keeps driving his feet, but they call him down upfield for a huge game for the Fayetteville 7.32 to go. Clock will stop with Deloach going out of bounds. Inside the 25-yard line at the 24. Break the huddle. Shotgun set. Two wide receivers, one to either side, two backs in the backfield. Calls for it. It will be a quarterback keeper. Calls for a block. Gets to the line of scrimmage, and that will do it. So again, he had called on uh, the Hammonds brothers, Hunter Hammonds and Cameron Hammonds for uh, the block. They got the block, but couldn't quite make much out of it. 
Yeah, it looks like he tried to take it upfield, but could not get it as he was met by a group of the Bobcats. And I saw they were they were sending that backer in, and, it, and right there it helped us. 7.05 and counting. 27-8. Fayetteville on top. They've got the football. At the 25-yard line. Landon Payton. Take the snap. Another sneak up the middle. He goes. I don't think they were expecting that one. Actually, the play's blown dead. False start on the Wolves. And again, the last couple of plays, Justice, it looks like it's taking them a lot longer yeah. to get the play called up and drawn up. So it looks like they are maybe having a little bit of confusion on the line. Yeah, I really can't tell what it is. I think they have a couple of new players in there on the line, and they really can't uh, can't get the play in uh, as well as they would like to. So I'll back them up all the way to the 30-yard line. Third down, or second down, rather, and about 15 to go. Going to more of a traditional one receiver set. And it will be a handoff to Deloach. And again, plays blown dead. Yeah, number 64 right there moved on the right on the right side. So that's not the first time he's done that on this drive either. I know that's at least two, possibly three times that he's been called for it. I want to say all three of them have been, because that second one that they called, the referee did point to that player. So they'll make it second down and 20 to go now. Ball at the 35-yard line to get to the 15 in order to convert. And have a loaded offensive set this time to H-backs. And the quarterback will just try to run it up the middle and kill some clock and he'll do so up to the 30-yard line to the 29. Yeah, he takes it up on that left side of the field, meets a group of Bobcats, but is ultimately brought down before uh, getting a bigger game. But there is a penalty on the play as I saw one of the Bobcats jump on the pile just a little bit too late. And it will be a personal foul against Woodland. And add on to it. So what would have been a third down about 13 to go will be a first down. Fayetteville's breaking the huddle before they even move yeah, the, the ball to the correct spot. So with the penalty, it'll be second down and one. Did just what they needed to do to keep it second down. So second down and one, ball at the 16-yard line. And they'll run the clock. Another quarterback sneak upcoming inside the 10, he'll go. They're going to keep pushing him inside the five. He somehow breaks through all of those tackles. Touchdown, Fayetteville. Yeah, he takes it up the middle of the field, breaking multiple tackles after or tackle after tackle after tackle to bring it in for the Fayetteville touchdown. And what was supposed to be a play to just kill some clock, he carries all 11 Bobcats with him into the end zone to extend the lead. 
A 15-yard rush this time by Landon Payton. It's lining up to kick the extra point, Nick Ibarra. Out of the hold of Hunter Hammonds. Good snap, good hold. The kick is going to go about five miles in and drop about two yards shy of that goal post. 5.38 to go in the fourth quarter. 33-8, Fayetteville has extended their lead over Woodland. You're listening to Bobcats football from iSchool Sports. Are you looking for a low-calorie beverage with zero sugar that provides clean energy for your day? If so, stop by Woodland Nutrition to try a variety of their loaded tea flavors. Looking for a meal alternative? Woodland Nutrition can help with that. Try a delicious meal replacement shake with only 9 grams of sugar and tons of vitamins and minerals. Woodland Nutrition is open weekdays from 6.30 a.m. until 5 p.m. and Saturdays from 8 a.m. until 4 p.m. Fuel up for the day or before going to watch the Bobcats play at Woodland Nutrition, 120 William Street in Woodland. Woodland Nutrition also accepts call-in orders, 256-449-2057. So you want to know what it's like to be a college student at Southern Union? I'll tell you. You get the best of both worlds. Low costs and small class sizes, plus all the perks that come from attending a school in an ideal college setting. Get as involved on campus as you want, or buckle down and get ready to join the workforce fast. Visit suscc.edu to schedule an in-person tour or to register now for spring semester. 15-yard rush by Landon Payton, a quarterback keeper. The extra point attempt by Ibarra was no good. It is now 33-8. Fayetteville has extended their lead over Woodland. The ensuing kickoff is going to go out of bounds, which uh, will result in a penalty and give Woodland some uh, solid field position. But, again, it's just uh, one of those things there on that defensive drive. They had a lot of good things going for them, but just as many good things as they had, Justice, a lot of bad yeah. things went along with that as well. Yeah, it looks like a lot of mistakes by the Bobcat offense and costly penalties. I mean, they had three penalties back-to-back, but uh, Woodland came back after they had a good game, made a dumb penalty, giving them great field position to put it into the end zone. So Callan Gay leading the offense back out onto the field. 5.38 to go in the fourth quarter. They trail 33-8. Not too late to try to get something good going here. Three wide receivers line up to the left side for Callan Gay. Claps once. They'll be handoff to David Knowles. He's got space up the middle. He gets to the 40 all the way up to the 42-yard line, a solid gain of about seven for David. Yeah, it takes it up behind that uh, that right guard, pushes it up the field for a huge game for the Bobcats right there. Again, uh, David Knowles getting some space. We've seen that a handful of times tonight where he has made some things happen. And he gets up to the 43-yard line. Last game of the season here for Woodland at Warren Sewell Field. Go to Isabella next week. Should be a fun one. Hands off to David Knowles. Bounces off one, bounces off two, but will ultimately go down to the 40-yard line, and that's going to be a loss of two to bring up third down and five. Yeah, he takes it to the right side of that line, and as he gets the ball handed off to him, it looks like he uh, was met by a defender. Could not get the spacing he wanted to, and Fayetteville came through to finish the job. Third down and five, needing to get to the 45-yard line in order to convert. Knocking on the door of Fayetteville territory. 
thank our sponsors, First Bank. Some things change, but not at First Bank, where quality customer service remains the same. You'll like baking with us at First Bank. Two wide receivers lined up right side for Callum Gay. It's going to be a handoff to David Knowles on a delay. Gets to the 41-yard line. A gain of one before he's popped, and that will bring up a fourth down play. Yeah, he takes it on that left side of the field right behind the uh, right or the left guard. Ultimately met at the line of scrimmage by a group of Wolves for a gain of about one or two. 3.44 and counting, and at this point, of course, you got to go for it. Keep the ball out of Fayetteville's hands, prevent them from doing any more possible damage. They're going to go back to the traditional pistol formation set. Asa Burge lining up his receiver to the right timeout. side, and I think they're going to call timeout as, again, uh, had a couple of players yeah. not where they needed to be. And Miscommunication right there. So we'll uh, we'll keep it here and uh, see if we have some scores in the Elite Rehab uh, scoreboard. Randolph County on top of Beulah, 47-7. Wadley has extended the lead over Winterboro, 22-8. Last Hanley score we got, it was in the third quarter. It was 40-7 to in favor of the Tigers. So a good night everywhere in the county. Taking a look at some of the other scores that we may or may not have on the score stream. 48-8, B.B. Comer on top of Central Coosa. Uh, Central Phoenix City on top of Auburn, 38-10. We, uh, Walter Welburn, 22-12 over Weaver. That game was tied at six at halftime, so... A lot of offense happening in that game. Lynette has extended their lead over Goshen, 30-12. Ohatchee is on top of Glencoe, 49-6. Leads over Moody, 14-7. Benjamin Russell, 10. Briarwood Christian, 7. Munford all over White Plains, 42-0. Munford will take on the Hanley Tigers next Friday night at right field. And 51-0 uh, Horseshoe Bend over uh, Barber County. Haven't gotten a score for Randman Thorsby, nor have we gotten one for Vincent Isabella. If we do, we'll uh, definitely let you know. Oh, yeah. Following the timeout, it will be a reverse play. Looks like it's going to be Asa Burge that gets it. Gets to the 45 at midfield. Crosses midfield, and that will be good enough for a Homestar Financial first down. Pulling something out of the uh, back pocket of Coach Joel Shrink is uh, the Woodland offense, and they've got uh, first down yardage inside uh, Wolf territory. Yeah, huge play right there for the Bobcats. They fake the handoff to the right side of uh, to David Knowles. Kellen turns around, gives it to Asa Burge to take it up the uh, left side of the field for a huge gain for the Bobcats. First down from the Fayetteville 48-yard line, 2.57 to go in the game, 33-8, Fayetteville on top of Woodland. Callum will clap for it, and it will be a keeper by Callum. He turn looks up to turn field. up field. He's got it. 45 up to the 43-yard line. A solid carry there by Callum Gay showing the aggressiveness. Yeah, quarterback keeper right there. He takes it to the left side or to the right side of the field. And as he gets right to the numbers, he cuts it upfield for a huge game right there. Second down and medium for the Bobcats inside the Fayetteville 45-yard line up to the 44. Clock continues to run at 222. Gay calls for it. It will be a fake handoff. 
He's looking to pass, gonna go right side. It is caught Chris by Christopher, Christopher Butler. He's at the 25-20, cuts back inside before being thrown out of bounds around the 11-yard line. That's another Homestar financial first down for the Bobcats, and they're now inside the first bank red zone. Yeah, huge play right there. Christopher cuts upfield. Callen steps back, tosses it out to him. Christopher, great catch and run as he takes it upfield for a huge first down for the Bobcats. First down and 10, ball at the 13-yard line for Woodland. Let's end this game on a high note, boys. Oh, yeah. They break the huddle. Looks like Asa and Christopher Butler will line up on the right side. Tobin Pinkert and Brody Collins over on the right. Callen calls for it. Looking to pass. He goes to the right side. Looks like he's just running himself. Breaks a tackle inside the 10-yard line. He goes. That's going to bring up second down. Yeah, looks like he stepped back. Didn't see what he wanted, so he takes it upfield. Breaks a couple tackles. Uh, but ultimately, a good, decent game for about two or three. Clock will continue to run. Second down with 141 to go. Ball at the 9-yard line. Trying to put icing on the cake here for Woodland. David Knowles will line up sidecar right to Callan Gay. Three wide receivers, two to the left side. In motion from right to left will be Asa Burge. Callan looking to throw. Rolls out, has a guy on the right side of the end zone. It is incomplete. Intended for number seven, Christopher Butler. He had two guys, really three guys on him the whole way. Just couldn't bring it in. It looks like Christopher had a slant right across the middle as he gets into the end zone. Callan Gay tosses it out to him, but was, like Taylor said, in triple coverage and could not reel in the catch. 109 to go in this one. They'll face third down and eight from the Fayetteville nine-yard line. Found a way to put it in the end zone tonight. Low snap, but it will be a handoff to David Knowles, and he'll stay David, on his feet David. inside the five. Keep going, David. He'll get down to the two-yard line, and that uh, will be awfully close to that first down. A good hard run right up the middle behind that center. David is met by a group of Fayetteville Wolves, but he keeps driving his feet and pushes it up for the Bobcat first down. First, down. first and goal from the one-yard line. Another Homestar financial first down for the Woodland Bobcats as we're now inside the one-minute mark to go. Clock running with 55 seconds left. You get four plays to move the ball one yard. I like our chances, Justice. <laughs> Me too, Taylor. Hopefully we can put it in before this game is over with. Pistol formation set. Callen calls for it. Hands off David Knowles. He's in the end zone. Touchdown, David Knowles. Touchdown, Woodland Bobcats. 40 seconds to go. The Bobcats drive the length of the field, and they put up 14 points this time. Nice hard run right behind that center. David takes it in for the one-yard rush for the Bobcat touchdown. Good on David Knowles. He's worked really hard this year, and it's great to see his hard work pay off by a visit in the end zone. Yeah, I love David. It doesn't matter, and we've seen it throughout the season. It doesn't matter how uh, how bad the score gets. He's one that keeps pushing and keeps pushing. Two-point conversion play. Callen will throw, and it is incomplete intended for Asa Burge. 
had uh, two people in his face, couldn't quite uh, execute the play. But they do uh, cut into the Fayetteville lead. It's now 33-14 in favor of the Fayetteville Wolves following the one-yard rush from David Knowles. We'll take a quick timeout when we come back. 40 seconds to go here in the fourth quarter. You're listening to Bobcats football from High School Sports. Planning for your retirement, funding your children's education, or building a legacy to lead your family does not have to be scary or complicated. The Knowles Group has over 20 years of experience helping families in Randolph County achieve their financial goals and we would love to help you achieve yours. We have the experience and expertise necessary to help you navigate the world of financial planning for any stage of life. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles in Birmingham at 205-602-5065 today. Located at 3800 Colonnade Parkway, Suite 540, Birmingham, Alabama, 35243. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial, Incorporated, SPF, member FINRA, SIPC. SPF is separately owned and operated, and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services here are independent of SPF. With a look at the Reliance Realty scoring recap presented by your premier source for real estate information and services, Reliance Realty. Here's Justice Herring. That was an 11-play drive starting at the 35-yard uh, line, ending in ending by a one-yard rush by David Knowles for the Bobcat touchdown. List with confidence, purchase with pride. Visit Reliance Realty or phone them at 334-863-2161. Zeke Deloach will... Uh, take the kick and we'll take the knee about the 26 yard line and that's where the Wolves will start their next drive and uh, probably see either a couple of running plays, maybe a couple of knees and uh, we'll get out of here. Oh yeah. Again, just a uh, just a tough game for the Bobcats here on the final home game of the year, a team that we thought uh, was pretty evenly oh, yeah. matched but again just Several things go in the way of Fayetteville and a lot of things not go in the way of the Bobcats. Yeah, it seems like uh, no matter what we did, every time we pushed the ball up the field, it looked like uh, it would not go our way and we get pushed back and we could not come back from uh, either the penalties, the bad snaps. Just we, we couldn't get the ball into the end zone as much as we'd like tonight. Yeah, and there were several things, of course. Uh, Fayetteville making a lot of mistakes too yeah. and Woodland taking advantage of them but only for so long. Yeah. And... Uh, being Fayetteville just found the way to make things happen when they uh, needed to. But we invite you to join us next week at Isabella High School. That is in uh, Chilton County. Uh, as far as postal codes go, it's in Maplesville, Alabama. I know Woodland a long time ago, back uh, 06, 07, I believe, uh, played the Maplesville Red Devils. So if you remember making that trip just a little further west than that, is uh, where Woodland will be playing next Friday night against the Isabella Mustangs. We hope to see you out there, but if not, then, of course, uh, we'll have live coverage beginning at 6.20. They will take the snap, take a knee, and they may have to snap it one more time. I'm not sure, but uh, that will all but wrap this one up, Justice. Yeah, hopefully the boys can uh, take away something from this game. I know uh, we've said it a lot, but with these losses come uh, lessons and hopefully they can learn from these lessons that they are, are learning from these games and uh, come back better than ever next week. Two more games left in the regular season at Isabella next week at Wadley in two weeks. And they will not have to run one more play, and Fayetteville gets out of here with a 33-14 win here at Warren Sewell Field, and that will cap the home schedule for the year. Hard to believe that uh, – We've already played five home games here, and uh, another uh, season at Warren Sewell Field comes to a close. Any final thoughts before we get out of here, Justice? Like I said, I hope these boys can learn from this loss uh, 
and just keep pushing, keep fighting, uh, never give up. They have two games left in the season. I hope that this does not uh, stop them from uh, keep pushing. I hope they get back uh, next week, keep working, and that's all you really can do. And I uh, hope they come back better than ever. Absolutely. A lot left to play for here in the 2022 season, and we look forward to another great game next week at Isabella. Coverage for that game, of course, beginning at 6.20 with kickoff coming at 7 o'clock. Tonight's broadcast of Woodland Bobcats football was powered by the Knowles Group and fueled by Southern Union State Community College. The final score tonight, Fayetteville 33, Woodland 14. Fayetteville moves to 2-6 two, uh, two while Woodland falls to 1-7. You can read more about tonight's game by picking up a copy of the Randolph Leader available on Wednesday. You can also listen to the replay of this broadcast or any iSchool Sports Network production on demand on SoundCloud. All you have to do is search iSchool Sports Network. The Bobcats may have just played their final home game of the season tonight, but there's still plenty of football remaining. We invite you to join us next week in Chilton County as Woodland travels to Isabella for the final 2A Region 4 contest of the season. If you can't make the drive, we'll have a call of, of course, audio only beginning at 6.20 p.m. with kickoff between the Bobcats and the Mustangs set for 7 p.m. For executive producers of Woodland Bobcat Football and High School Sports Network, Wes Kinsey and Adam Slay, our eyes in the sky tonight, Jonathan Brown and Hunter Baldwin, and from our right-hand man, Justice Herring. I'm Taylor Jones saying thank you for making Woodland Bobcats Football and High School Sports Network a part of your night. Until next time, good night and go Cats. Tonight's broadcast has been powered by the Knowles Group and Southern Union State Community College. Sponsored in part by First Bank of Alabama, WM Grocery, Heron Monument and Memorial, The Old Station, Trailer Retirement Community, Meadows Farm Equipment, Tanner East Alabama, Southwire, Young's Drugs, Alpha Insurance Agent Jamie Dukas, Elite Rehab, First Bank, Bulldog Cafe, Main Street Animal Hospital, Baldwin Law Attorney Chris Baldwin, Ray Bucks Farm Supply, Homestar Financial, the Laurie Brown Team, the Randolph Leader, Reliance Realty, Dr. Chris Law, Woodland Chiropractic, Trailers Tax, Crouch Team Realty, Woodland Nutrition, Tickle Peak Petting Zoo, Affordable Tire, the Town of Woodland, and Old Water's End. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or other use of this broadcast is strictly prohibited without the express written consent of the iSchool Sports Network and the Woodland High School Athletic Department. This has been an exclusive sports presentation of the iSchool Sports Network.